0: Now, you know 2020 sucks. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> no jibber
1: jabber! I'll be the keeper of the fucking, I just forgot it. I'll be the keeper of
0: the fucking, I just forgot it. I'll be the keeper of the fucking, I just forgot it. Cause I'm coming with that fuck like I just broke. Okay. Nine elements, one culture. You're back in tune with the sounds of Keepers of the Funk. For the latter half of this thing, cause. Lord knows the, the front half. You already know what happened there. So, all the way around.
2: All the fucking way around. <laughs>
0: uh, this is Illy,
1: in case you forgot. Your man goes right up in the house. What's going on, man? Man, listen, bro. Uh, first off, man, good to be back. You know, yeah. uh, this whole COVID situation and Everything else going on in the world, George Floyd, different things, just, it's just been crazy. This has been real crazy. Um, but, you know, thankfully, uh, so far, uh, the majority of the people I know have come through unscathed.
0: Yeah, I could say the same, too. Right? I don't, um, nobody I know personally has gone down with any of this stuff. Although, um, you know, a friend of my girlfriend's, you know, who, uh, you know, outlet family, he passed away. Um, I didn't know the guy, but, you know, they were they were good friends. And uh, it wasn't from COVID. It was a heart attack. But, you know, just wanted to say my little condolences for that, for, for him. Um, you know, about a month, well, not even quite a month ago, fucking Huey got shot and killed here in Kinloch, bro.
1: Yeah, 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 man, I...
0: That was pretty uh out of the blue and unexpected. Right! Uh, it came out of nowhere. It's a name I hadn't heard in a long time. I'm like, oh shit, for real?
1: Yeah, like... Yeah, man, that was crazy, man. And just and then, you know, where it happened is simultaneously surprising and unsurprising at the same time. And the reason why I say that is because I still take nostalgic trips through there uh, every now and then, at least... I- once every month and a half, two months or so.
0: Oh, that often? I mean, yeah. I'm, I haven't been there yeah. in yeah. 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 I want to say probably a good eight years. Nah, you know, I go through a lot man, just
1: because it's like, you know, one way or another, I'm kind of j- driving by there, either going back and forth from, you know, miles to, you know um, my girl's sister's house or, you know, for different things or just whatever. Um, I was like, yeah, let me just ride through there real fast and You know, I go through and uh, everything's kind of shifted. Yeah, I mean you can, but you have to kind of do a roundabout way um, because of the fact that they've got all that built up over there with the warehouses for Schnooks and whatnot. But right, uh, but yeah, you can still get to the spot. Um, Okay,
0: yeah, because you know, last time I want to say again, this was like eight years ago. I gone through there, and I mean, you could still get through you could still get through Gregory Street but it was I mean everything's grown through it now I mean there really isn't pavement through there anymore nah it's so
1: it's pavement now like okay so it, it's pavement but and I think they must have redone it just because okay so now the way it is you can't when you turn off Scuddy you can't uh, and I won't do it on this too long but you can't um, go straight up, you know, the street anymore like you used to, hit the two stop signs, bust left, and then, you know, go to Granny's. Right. You have to basically go around Continental Carbonics, almost the back end of Berkeley, and come up either through, like, Courtney Street and Short, like, from Airport Road or whatever, come mm-hmm. in that way, or you gotta come in from, like, from Carson Road, and then... Uh, okay, further down. Come, yeah, and then come back, like, up uh, Scudder that way, you know, or something like gotcha. that. Like the backside of Aunt Catherine's old apartments and shit like
0: that. Oh, man. You. Wow. Okay. Are those buildings still there? Because they were yeah, still there when I them.
1: last time we went to. There's a couple of them still there, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The, yo. Okay. So those apartments, do you remember this? Because I'll never forget it. This one day, you and I, we'd gone and ridden bikes. We were on Granberry Street. We'd gone down, you know, because they had the huge hill. Mm-hmm. And we'd taken. And then we just kind of just started just kind of canvassing the neighborhood and we on the other side of those apartments where Anne Catherine and everybody was staying at. And somebody, somebody you knew was over there, you know, kind of our age. So you stopped over to talk to him for a second and we're just kind of standing there with our bikes, you know, just kickstand on the corner. And then all of a sudden, just out of the corner of your eye, you saw, you looked over and you saw this house. It was a dilapidated house but all of a sudden, just this heavy rain looked like somebody just dumped a dumped a pitcher of water on this house out of nowhere, like out the sky. <laughs> like God emptying his coffee pot or something like that. And you looked over there, you said, ah, oh, man, how old were we, man? I, I guess I would have to be nine, so you maybe 10 or 11. And weren't really letting too many cuss words fly back then, but as where you said, oh, shit! And you jumped on that bike And I ran after (laughs) you and we took off because all of a sudden everywhere, just deluge, man, and we couldn't see two feet in front of us, man. We were soaked walking those bikes all the way back to Greg. (laughs) Oh, dude, we tell the whole story as soon as we got back they were like where were you guys like man we got we were you know such and such place we were we weren't far but i mean that rain came and we couldn't see i'm only reason i (laughs) i I was following behind you and i could see your red bike reflector so i'm following that and we were walking back to granny's because we couldn't get up the hill with the bikes especially in the rain as soon as they did that they've made us go you know (laughs) has <laughs> changed clothes we were in there in them towels man that's crazy <laughs> they found some old papa's uh sweats or something like that threw that on us man we were just soaked all the way through no uh, yeah man hey do, was that did you have the 10 speed at that time i did it was that 10 so, speed um that's 10 speed huffy man that red right
1: motor. right right okay so here was the story behind that if you remember so they got your bike and mine at the fucking um well, at least yours. I don't, I don't remember about mine, but they got yours at the fucking uh, the auction. Uh, Holy Angels used to do that auction every year, and Ozzy Smith used to come through. Yeah. And he donated. And he would donate some shit or whatever, and I don't mm-hmm. know if he donated the bike. I'm not sure if the bike was his, what he donated, but they won the bike, and they was going to give it to me, and I remember Papa was like, yo- but John needs a bike, right, you know what I'm saying, so he was like, he offered, He gave me a deal, he was like, because I, you know, he showed me the bike first, I was like, oh, that's dope, you know, boom, boom. and I already was kind of like, red was never my favorite color, I was going to take it, because he was like, you know, the bike was dope, but he was like, but John needs a bike, so he said, I'll make a deal with you, if you let us give John this bike, that's what it was and then he said i'll buy you another bike so well, he ended up buying me a black schwinn
0: yeah that's okay okay that was the yeah. schwinn okay i yeah. remember when you had the black one
1: okay right so that's how i got that and that's how you got the red the red huffy bike yeah you know what i'm saying and that like, might have been that same weekend to be honest with you it could have been because uh that's probably that's the reason why i'm probably out riding the bikes and shit but uh yeah no I remember that man you know I still I had that bike for a long time I think um, mom might still have that in Detroit I don't know I still but, got mine it's in my pop's basement right now yeah cause honestly, you know. I know I didn't purposely get rid of it either she's got it or dad's got it and it's up next to his cause his very first swing is still in the garage too
0: yeah I got it and I won't get rid of it I mean that was one of the last yeah. things that papa got me yeah, before Pawpaw. he died you know that was later that it was the same summer well nah 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 it wasn't the nah, summer it was, the it was around yeah. my birthday it was, it was the next, next year, year. Yeah. yeah cause it was my birthday in September so that next summer he passed that was one of the last big things he got cause he didn't make it to my next birthday that's what it was right right so right. yeah So that's why I kept it it's there
1: yeah but yeah, man that, that, yeah. That's, that's funny man but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, it's been a minute. Uh, we're just getting warmed
0: up. we back in effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and while we're on the local tip, talking about stuff, you know, um, yeah. I got to rewind back to the beginning of the year. You know, for our listeners who have been with us for a while, and you know, if you're back, you know, thanks for coming back, you know, we, thanks for bearing with us. But um, start off the beginning of the year with that interview with goddamn Hank P out there at Shave Barbershop. You know, a couple things have changed. Number one, Shave is no longer at... Uh, Forest Park in the Bolivar they've changed now they're changed locations they got a new really nice building down there on um, Washington Avenue 1912 Washington so they're in the area tell them I sent you um to see everybody there, still Hank, Hank will be there with his team, Polly. Uh, <laughs> the team Polly SUV right there with the foreign license plates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the
2: foreign
0: license plates. Yeah, yeah, foreign license plates. A team Polly on it. But then How on top do of that, do get away with it, I saw some. But there's
1: somebody over in my neighborhood that's got a Range Rover that's got some like German plates
0: or something like I don't know, like British plates or some shit. Are they really just bringing them cars over like that? I don't know. You know what? I'll ask. <coughs> I don't know. I've been, I've been seeing that too. They're not the only ones, but that's the one I see because when if Hank is working, you see that car right out there. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> but on the topic of Hank, you know, first of all, shout out to him and thanks again for uh, coming through and doing that interview Thank for you, us. Bro. Yeah, but he's also got some more music out. Um, he was supposed to come back the way that was set up. Okay, so that was January, right? Mm-hmm. He was. We were supposed to do it again in March, but that's when COVID took over and just you know nothing that you know nobody's doing shit you know but um, in March he was going to uh, doing kind of a press run for his new album which came out in June called Pearls of Wisdom so you can get that right now on Spotify or anywhere else you get your music um, that's the new shit out right now so mm-hmm. peep that
1: okay but yeah I'm gonna check that out yeah yeah man so hip-hop during the lockdown
0: man well, first of all, uh, you, you still on Spotify or did you jump? No, um, no I didn't jump anywhere. No. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're really... I know the release radar, you know, it, it it depends on what you listen to and it kind of follows. But I don't know about you, but for the last... Shit. The last 90 days, man. All I've been getting, all the songs, all, at least all, as far as hip-hop goes, is either COVID-related or protest-related.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of search my way out of that shit but yeah.
0: i did too but at the same time i'm kind of happy to see it because i feel like at the be- well i can't say the beginning of it but earlier days of the movement right black lives matter movement right you know with i mean trayvon martin and mike brown and all of them and you know i'm not hearing you might see somebody weigh in on like a youtube video or a tweet or something like that but i'm not hearing a lot of musical and i like you know Rap wasn't being the Black CNN of the '80s and '90s. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, kind of. Mm-hmm. It was kind of pissing me off because I'm like, you know, you think at least somebody would be talking about this. You know, I mean, you're not really capturing the zeitgeist the way, the way we intended. You know what I'm saying? But now, different story, right? you know so at least i'm glad to see that but at the same time i was like look i need a break man can y'all <laughs> can y'all chill on the, on on this shit cuz every song is about it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no doubt
1: oh speaking of which um i meant to add this in on the on the tail end of the local uh tip we were talking about uh, yeah, there is another local mc uh by the name of Mike Mike uh, spelled m i k e m i c okay uh pretty dope little artist Uh, he's kind of he has a how would I say a comfortable his flow is like a comfortable marriage between underground and mainstream sure Uh, so it's one of those where he's lyrical enough to satisfy heads like us but at the same time he has the sensibility to be able to reach other people without Rapidly, 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 rapping it over people's head. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but he had a uh, a joint called Ghostwriter uh, come out, Ghostwriter Two, I think. Um, his link to his album and everything is on his Instagram, which is OG Mike Young, M I C Young, all one word, no capitals, no numbers. So anybody out there interested, check it out. It's pretty dope hip hop. Um, I think that project is free. Uh, if not, it is on all streaming devices. So, I, I, but I think it's free. Like I thought, I don't think it's for sale anywhere. So, but check it out. Check it out. It's a pretty dope little project.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll I've never heard out of Bike Bike, and so I kind of, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Cause. I wanted to throw that
1: out there. Cause I didn't know if a lot of people had, but I, I like him. So,
0: <clears throat> nah, that's thought what's so, out there. You know, and I used to pride myself. You know, again, going back to the uh, to the Hank P interview goddamn Hank P let's say it. so he gotta say the whole name like you know like a pimp name back. right but you gotta um you know I used to be one of these people who's up on everything I mean you know cats know you know they know me yeah I know them you know saying it. so it's mm-hmm. like I was I was I always had my ear to the street like what's bubbling underground and, you know as far as like the local scene and I fallen off that for a long time you know for at least the past decade so you know when people slip by me like that that you're talking about that sounds up my alley that kind of that kind of stings a little bit like damn i gotta get back on my shit
1: but see and you and the funny thing thing is you were my like plug to the underground like i would catch some shit but then you would always be like yo did you hear about this i hear about that and then i go look for it and be like okay that's what he was talking about boom boom because it was a be many times and because I'm always in the loop, and then I'd be like, oh, shit, this
0: is that shit John was talking about. Oh, let me run in vintage and see if shit John was talking about was in there, yeah. you know, that type of shit. So. Yeah, man, but I'm telling yeah, you, so. and back then, I mean, talking about the early 2000s, that might be an episode in the making, in fact. uh I want to say from, like, 2002, for pretty much the rest of that decade, I mean, you would go in vintage or... Any other of these local spots like that, you will find this stuff everywhere. You'll find stickers on the walls and all these little, you know, Man, these little shops dope. and restaurants yeah. and things. I mean, it was really, it was a really good, really good community.
1: It actually felt arts, like I a think. bit of a scene, you know what I'm saying? It was, and, you know,
0: yeah. it was. And it was what was cool about it is that it really was two different type of scenes because you know, whereas you had like you know, the cast like Huey or Out of Order, uh, you know, more of the More of that type of like club type rap, you know what I'm saying? Where you know you you can find these cats say Rucker Puff, uh, right? KL, my cousin, you know. Shout out to KL. You got street,
1: some street rap, right?
0: Right. You could find all of it, you know what I'm saying? Or then where we was at, you know, where you were getting like you know where the MC and DJ battles were at. I was b boy battling, you know. We had, I mean, it was it was really dope for a long time, you know, and it kind of went by the wayside, but we still got cats out here you know like Corey black would come along you know then mike mike like you're talking about um that was uh i guess in the to kind of kind of circle back around with that when you were talking about mike mike's flow uh marriage between like kind of a underground and mainstream type i mean (laughs) even saying it like that i feel like we're using old ass terms because it's really not yeah it's
1: just like you know but i guess the easiest way for the to get it to the general ear you know
0: yeah Yeah. because to be honest there's really no such thing anymore it's like not for nah not for nah but but you did what i'm saying so but when you said that it kind of reminded me of vandalism who was Mm. he was i thought that guy i remember him jesus christ i haven't heard that name in a while He was, yeah me neither man you know i kind of wonder what happened to him i have to look him up but he was that too honestly i thought he was the next to blow because he had both like you you know what i'm saying he had Mm -hmm. he had the lyrical prowess he had that type of skills where he catch he catch the ear of like guys like you or me but he could still just wreck some type of party track or club track you know what i'm saying and he would make music like that so his cds and mixtapes were always cool to me and i always you know i was always hoping you know if nobody else makes it out of here i hope at least you're one of them you know
1: right right yeah shout out to fanos man that's what's up
0: yeah yeah definitely shout out shout out to all them cats man I mean it's too many to name
1: dude shoot I was sitting there trying to think of who was that DJ that, uh, that, not Needles but the other DJ that was pretty uh, well known K9 um, no he used to be in the uh, <clears throat> every now and then he would be in the I guess what is that the duck room or some shit but uh, he was spinning a lot at uh, what's the name of that bar on the pageant
0: Oh the uh... ah oh, man, what was that called? Uh, Halo. Halo, yeah. Man, yeah, he's, Oh, he's you took Halo me lot. back, man. You really man. took me back. That was the listen, because Halo was free to get into. There was no cover. You could go in there and just hear him spit like the science, which was over at the at the duck room in Blueberry Hill, right? Mm-hmm. That would start at like nine o'clock, nine thirty. They'd wrap up at one. And Halo, Halo, because it's on the other side of uh, Skinker, which for everybody who's out of town, Skink, the dividing line between City of St. Louis and U-City, which is technically a suburb, you know, in the, in the city, they, everything stays open until 3 o'clock. So you go down to Halo for a couple more hours, drink some more, hear some more music, or sometimes you just go straight there, you know, just depend on the night.
1: Exactly.
0: But uh, I'm trying to think which one you're talking about, though, because a lot of them, because, um, I mean, Big Wood used to spin there. Um.
1: Yeah, but see, Trackstar I know Big, was been there.
0: Now, see, I know Bigwood personally. Uh, Trackstar, that's who it was. Uh,
1: Trackstar. That's it
0: was. Trackstar may had some notoriety to himself for a while too, man. Cause he, yeah. I, I want, I know he relocated. I can't remember where, but yeah. I would still see his name show up in you know, random articles and shit like that, I'm like Trackstar still doing his thing. That's what you know. What uh, Wood is actually starting to spin again,
1: I guess, because of the COVID shit, you know, got back into it. So, uh, oh, that's nice, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, I I met him back in '98. Uh I used to work with him, that's how I met him. Gotcha, uh, but uh, yeah, shout
0: out to Wood. But anyway, um,
1: dang, I lost
2: track it. I track it. I was we say, were talking
0: right? about. DJs, you were talking about Trackstar speaking at Halo. Oh yeah, so Trackstar, shout out to Trackstar because I was in the Halo one day. We
1: were kicking it, and he had this, like, he had about four or five tapes that were he had on display on the DJ table, like that you could buy for sale or whatever, like that. It, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that he was doing, a couple local artists or whatever and i was just looking at them because you know i used to know a lot of people in there you know um especially after the uh the red bull shit you know what i'm saying that's kind of how i i kind of um got plugged into a lot of people too because i've met i don't know about 20 people at one time sure and, uh at, at the red bull joint you know a lot of the local artists a lot of the a couple of the uh the soul tie cats that came through um
0: I can't remember. Oh, I, yeah. I can't remember their names now. Yeah, uh, I knew NATO Khalif. He's from U City. Yeah, NATO. Um, shout out NATO. Uh Tef I Poe I actually met. Tef, yeah. I'll circle back around on that. That's a different story, but it keep keep the, going. I don't want it to. It was the remember. other dude though. Um Cash Flow
1: Cash, that's who it was. Thank you. Thank you. That's who it yeah, was. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So there's a lot of them motherfuckers too. I want to say there was like 14, 14 yeah. or fifteen people in that entire group. Right.
1: But then they all had like the little breakoff groups, like Cash and Somebody was a group, and then Tef Right, and Cash and
0: Tef was a, was a group. You know, and then Cash know. Tef and Young Thunder. Although I don't think Thunder Young was Thunder, part of, that's what it was. That's what he, he wasn't part of Soul Tide, but after they broke up, no, right. So he, right. he joined like it was Cash Tef and um mm-hmm. and and Thunder, and they were called Honors English
1: right yeah so yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it was honest English thank God you remember that okay so oh yeah that yeah, I remember that's who English that's who lot. that's who it was they came through the Red Bulls All it was them three it was them three okay now Teff was still doing his thing so I don't remember him I, I don't remember if he recorded with the red with, with, with uh Tiff because Tiff was there um that's how I met Tiff at the Red Bull thing. And then I would see her at uh her and cinnamon, DJ Cinnamon.
0: Oh, Tiff. I thought you were saying teff. Tiff. No,
1: tiff. Oh, I forgot tiff, about
0: her. Man. Oh shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. God damn. So, like, shout her. out Tiff. Tiffany Glenn, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool as fuck. Hell yeah. I ain't yeah, seen her that. in like 15 years, bro. <laughs> tell, yeah, <laughs> tell her man. what's up if you still talk to her. I don't know. I yeah, just her. you know, through
1: Facebook, you know, married kid, you know, grown women. But yeah. yeah, no, yeah, still you know, still popping. But um, let me see. So her and Sin would be and DJ Cinnamon would be at the uh Halo. And uh this other cat that we did the thing with named Alex. I can't remember his last name. But anyway, they would be at the Halo and they'd be all behind cause they all knew Trackstar and all this other shit. So I'd be going over saying what's up and that's kinda how I met Trackstar or whatever. And then so I'm looking at what he had the little uh I ain't know him all that well, just you know, dapping passing type shit. But right um but anyway I'm looking at his um It's a little CD display he had on there and I'm reading, okay, that's a local artist. I forgot who that was. Boom, boom, I'm looking. Then he had this compilation album. Son, why was my motherfucking Red Bull shit on there? I'm like,
2: Yo
0: All the shit you did with uh with with, uh Ricky Jones?
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh that's something different, okay. No, it was that was it, but it wasn't the uh Red Bull compilation, it was something else. So that means somehow he pulled it off that shit and put it on. I was like, oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was dope. But, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so so that's... that's I, I like that you said that because that's that's kind of how... Alright, rewind. 2002. The Roots came here. That was the first time I saw The Roots. Was it, wait, is that right? Yeah, the first time I saw them perform. It was at the American Theater. Remember the American? Yeah, yeah. Downtown. Okay, mm-hmm. so they did a... It was the finale of The Cool Mix, man, which... Love hate relationship with that whole thing. Cool Mix was this nationwide hip hop uh, battle circuit of uh, for DJs and MCs, and was sponsored by Cool Cigarettes. So yeah, that's that was the 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 hate part of it. It's like you know, I was really on that shit back then too. You know, like I don't like these big ass corporations, especially ones who peddle cigarettes to our people you know menthols and shit in the hood and then they're gonna come and capitalize on hip-hop on top of that you know i just you know to peddle more cigarettes right Right. exactly that's what they did too i mean like the duck room would have like cool logos all over the place and neon signs and people smoking cools and shit
1: and vendors coming up to you to have you sign up for free things giving you packs of cigarettes
0: yeah and i hated it but at the same time it brought um a lot of acts here who at the time weren't really coming to st louis anymore you know that's changed now but in the early 2000s, you know, talk about St. Louis We get skipped over all the time. You know? But, uh, that's how The Roots got here. They were the finale of that. So, like, they'd do the finale of the, ba- of the MC and DJ battles and then they'd have the, uh, the headliner come out and do the show. You know what I'm saying? That's where I first saw The Roots. Well, uh, at the show like me and my friend chris chris thomas he's out back in uh back in dc now left a long time ago shout out to chris me and him we were there and all of a sudden these caches walk up had no idea um who they were but it was it was kareem well they're both named kareem i guess but it's kareem and tef poe they were there from soul tide and then uh Fucking, who else showed up? Somebody else I'm not familiar with. I think it might have been Mustafa. Wait, Kareem isn't gotta be Kareem? Gotta be Kareem, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's my yeah. That, that's
0: my homegirl's brother, too. See, I didn't know they were... I see, and I didn't know that at the time, either. His, uh, his sister, Camelia, you know, I knew, knew her from high school or from oh, okay. uh, this program I used to do at UMSL while I was in high school. Oh, knew the from bridge the joint? Yeah, yeah, the, the inroads bridge joint. Bridge? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. You were yeah, from yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that was her brother. I didn't know that until, like, Later, when I go to one of his little in stores and she's there, she's like, Oh, you know, it's my brother, right? I'm like, Oh, shit. No, nah, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, small world. But anyway, uh, so they're there and we're just like talking shit. And all of a sudden, when some more of them show up and they start, they just all of a sudden just kick the cipher off. I'm like, well, Okay, <laughs> this, this is what they're doing. So we're just watching them rap. And so I heard him say his name, like uh, Teflon Poetics. He was going by that whole name at the time. He dropped it right, sort of just yeah. Tef Po now. But I would see him around. I was 21 at the time. He was still 20, so I didn't see him in the scene so much. But I would run into him on the on the metro or in the loop, and I'm like, "Oh, you should come out to way." He's like, "Um, oh, is it are you over 21?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm 21." He's like, "Oh, okay. Well, nah, I can't come in there for a few months." So like, "Oh, okay, bet." But he and I got to be cool. And so then, whenever they do shows, you know, I'd always be there. It's through him that I met everybody else in Soulside. Well, other than Khalif, I knew him before. Um, but, um so what had happened like I said there was so much music that was coming out of here that people didn't really know about outside of here and so on these message boards I used to post on you know I would rip these CDs post into uh, remember SoundClick not SoundCloud Mm -hmm. you all SoundClick SoundClick yeah you just upload music and stuff so I made a SoundClick page you know St. Louis 314 music whatever type of shit and I just had all all this shit up there so I would just rip that stuff and throw it up there so I could talk to people be like yeah you know yeah i know y'all don't like nelly Y'all don't like none of this shit i don't really you know no disrespect but you know what my shit either it's like but st louis rap don't all sound like this check out this stuff so i put the links up there for everybody somehow that got back to him he's like oh is you posting that shit up there i was like yeah and he said oh okay that's what's up you know one love for that here so he just started giving me cds you know what i'm saying so those early honors english mixtapes he would just give them to me Oh wow! And that's so then when thunder showed up, yeah, when thunder showed up, he's like, "Oh man, yeah, yeah, this dude, this dude you need to talk to right here." He referring to me. Tef is referring to me. He's like, "You talk to this dude right here." You know, he'll put your shit up on this website, man. You know, give him, you know, you got a CD. He's like, "Yeah." So they just start giving me CDs. So that's how I, would, I, I was, you know, I would circulate that kind of music out there.
1: Damn, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that's good old SoundClick, man. Remember, I, don't, and, uh, I think it was a previous uh, podcast we was talking when I was telling you about. It, that's how I found a lot of music through Abyss. Uh, mm-hmm. They had, uh, actually, no, that wasn't, um, I, I, I think I've said it in a, uh, in a previous podcast of ours, but in, uh, in the show that I was on recently, I was talking about it. Uh, we were talking about abyss and, um, and I was saying how I, how I came across a lot of first, how I really first got into that underground scene and how I started finding out about a lot of people. And it right. was one of the dudes on abyss. Who was naming different artists, and I'm like, Who is that? And you know, that's kind of when you know, Google wasn't Google the way it is now back in 2000. You know what I'm saying? There was, right. I mean, it was there, but there was still shit like
0: it was basically an
1: internet explorer, yeah, Yahoo, and, like, and, and, and do Yeah, I mean, you had like oh, a shitload of maybe Oh man, god damn, you know. So, I mean, you just you could just pick. Um, so anyway, uh, I had like just jumped on like three or four of them and was looking up, you know, some of these artists and I don't remember how I came across it, but I came across the SoundClick page and it had just a plethora of different artists and it was who the, the artist that I was looking for at the time was Esoteric is the guy that they made a reference to. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. was looking up Esoteric, right? But I came across copyright because that's when him he was kind of beefing with him and esoteric and yeah, who was the other oh dude? Uh, yeah um,
0: who was the other dude that he was self titled uh, self titled it was like apathy it was basically Demigods versus versus weatherman basically is what it was yeah it was but like there was the one vast, specific cat that would that kept yeah, the, 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 the copy air. kept going at it was, maybe it was vast wait air. wait 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 no, it no, was no. one dude in particular with them it was a uh, copyright. Ah oh, fuck, wait a minute. Esoteric definitely it was esoteric and Maybe it was Esoteric. Nah, dude. Esoteric and Fucking somebody else. Self-titled and somebody else versus it was copyright, cage, air Wait, what'd you say? I say endo something not. Endosin. But didn't but, but, but did not uh but didn't fucking uh copyright go in cage after a while too though? Nah, um Vast Vastair went went a cage.
1: Okay, well, there was a couple of songs where, it must have been Esoteric then, but there was a couple of uh, copyright songs in there, he, and there were disses to those cats, you know what I'm saying, and he did them on uh, Locks Beats, he did it on, oh um, uh, shit, what's it, off the first album, the first album, uh, not We Gonna Make It, but... Uh, Actually, I think he did one off. He was gonna make it too. He probably but, everybody was using that beat, yeah. But he, but this was earlier than that. This was a couple of first uh, beats off the first lockdown. album. I can't believe I can't think of it right now. But he smashed this little dude. I mean, like, and I had never heard Cody before that, so I'm like, who in the fuck is this? And come to find out, I was like, I didn't know he was white. And I was like, damn, this dude is white and he, he sound like this, he's not trying to sound like him, and he's dope. And he's got bars, and he just killed whoever the fuck is I was I was just like a fan from copies from then on, and then that's when I come to find out about High Exalted, and then that's how I found out about RJD2 being a producer. That's how I became a fan of RJD2. Mm.
2: That's
1: how I found out about Def Jux, and then it just went from there and there and like you said, fast there. That's how I found out about Tari and all them because I'm like, who is he battling? And like you know, blah blah. I'm like, who are these dudes? He's battling, so I'm listening to them, and that's just how I kind of got into all this. And then then let me merge, you know. And then all you know because a Def Jux and then MERS is like my you know one of my top five favorite MCs of all time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and uh, so that's kind of how all that started. So that abyss reference got me to a SoundClick page, and so when you just said SoundClick, it reminded me of that story. So I had to throw that in there. Before. Wow, yeah. Nice. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know the release radar for me, man. Um, because I'm still into the Griselda shit, so I mean, that's cool. still you know that's I'm still a given, stuck. Man. I'm still I'm still on. You know, uh, I'm on. I mean, I'm I'm kind of all over. I'm like I'm on the new shit. I'm on the old shit. I'm still playing a little bit of Fly God It's an awesome guy. I'm still same here. Playing, you know, uh, just. Man, I mean, uh, uh pray for Paris. You know, I'm still. I got, I pray got. For uh, Paris is nice. Man, I got Sean versus Flair on repeat. You know, I mean, that that is my sh- goddamn is my shit though. It's there's something about the way that like the drums hit, the way that bass hit, the way he just. Yeah, man a burger on Tuesday, you know, it's just I don't know, man. That shit is just dope, man. I just, I, I mean. I, you know how many motherfuckers have died on the video game to that song already?
2: But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
1: there's about minute. dude. There's about forty-five people in GTA mad as fuck because like you know, listen. Because right before GTA has this little feature, like when you kill somebody online for like two to three seconds, when they die, they'll hear yeah. you and whatever, you, dude. They'll just and, and I'm driving by. <laughs> And they just hear that and they hear that they see me driving off and hear that bumping in the background <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you but um but i was yeah, about that... to ask
0: you what you're playing man <laughs> you already answered my questions You still on there yeah TV. um
1: well okay so i wasn't for a long time but we kind of got back into it because they threw in a couple of uh, um, little features where until uh ps5 comes out they're giving away a million dollars a month as long as you log in once a week all month you get a million dollars each month in play from now until they release it on uh, ps5 nice so was doing that just to you know get some money and then some of the crew members started coming back then the leader came back then he decided he wanted to recruit some people then started to get kind of fun and I forgot all the cars I had, so I got back into building my cars and so a little bit. You know, not as hard as we were, but we yeah, a little bit, you know. I've been moving my drugs, you know, what I'm saying I'm making six, seven, eight a day, you know. Well well not a day, but yeah. every time I get every time I get on. So that's been kind of fun I doing agree. that dumb shit again. But uh Actually, what I've been playing for real, man, I've been playing a lot of 2K. I've been playing a lot of Warframe still. Uh, it's kind of taken a break on Warframe for a second and gotten into 2K, but then Warframe hit with their, uh, they, they put out a new frame about three weeks ago, a new, a new character, three weeks mm. a month ago, and then they had their yearly TennoCon, which is like their yearly convention. The people on the game are called Tenno's, so TennoCon, you know, whatever. Gotcha. So um, <clears throat> they had that shit this week. Um, Wait,
0: they actually year. held a con? Or yeah, they do it virtual, yeah, right? they No,
1: well, they did it virtual, but uh, they do a con every year, but this year was virtual. Yeah,
0: yeah so. Okay, I was going to say, man, so, hey, who's got a nah, con? Nah nah nah, <laughs> nah, nah,
1: nah, nah. I, but, um, yeah, and, and, I mean, but, you know, they, and then what they did, they kind of inter- integrated it into, they have weekly streams, anyway, developer streams, where people can get on and, you know, talk shit to the developers or whatever and listen to what's going on. Sure what's going on so they kind of integrated the con into that and then just did all the reveals you know virtual or whatever but you know and they knew open world all this old bullshit so that kind of got back into that because of that and then i just started um uh assassin's creed origins and so starting to get into that and then I re-downloaded and started replaying Absolver, because a co-worker of mine got into it. Mm-hmm. So I started playing that again. So that's the four things I've been playing.
0: Oh, nice. You know, I have Assassin's Creed Origins and my girlfriend's listening right now. She's probably just facepalming herself right now. That's one of the first things, first Christmas presents she ever got me. Max, what and, up? Yeah, what's up, babe? Um, but she, yeah, I have not scratched the surface of that game at all. I'll tell you why. When she got me that game, this was, this was 2018, okay? Christmas 2018. We weren't really together yet. I mean, I guess we technically count from September, but I mean, we weren't really together yet. But, you know, she gave me this. She got that for me. I'm like, all right, cool. You know? But, of course, Christmas time is also the heaviest time of year for me at work. So... I was like, okay, once things cool, calm down, I'll get into this game. Well, then I got sick at the very beginning of the year. 2019, everybody, not 2020, I don't have COVID. Mm-hmm. But it felt like it, goddammit. I mean, I had a just, just the worst flu. So I didn't have a new year in 2019, man. I was just...
1: I remember you saying
0: that. Yeah, right? I, I was just, it. yeah, I was laid up on that couch, and I didn't feel like doing shit. So I didn't play the game, I played, play... And then I just kind of went to a gaming funk for months. And then by the time I got back into gaming, that that game was kind of just... Not on the radar. It wasn't yeah. on the radar, right? I still have it installed. I'm going to get into it at one point. But, yeah, I've got that. And I got uh, Spider-Man, which came with the system because I bought... You know, I didn't buy my PlayStation until around that time anyway. So I have Spider-Man. I just recently got back into that. So Talk about a great game, man. I, man. I
1: still got to finish the DLC on that because... Uh... It's one of those things where if I start, I can't stop. That's how I was on the
0: Batman. So. Yeah. I mean, there's so much like those Batman games. I feel like, you know. It's got its own feel, though. It's The, it does. the, the combat is
1: similar, but it's, you know, it's going to remind you, but it's got its own feel at the same time.
0: Oh, definitely it does. I'm just saying, you know, all the Spider-Man games, like, you know, there was one called uh, Shattered Jason Dimensions. And, and Yeah. And, well they, You know, I feel like after those Batman Arkham games came out, then all of a sudden the Spider-Man games figured it out. Well, like, yeah, they yeah, had.
1: because they had like out of all those Spider-Man games, uh, I mean, that have ever come out. There was only two of them that were decent. Um, I think one of them was the amazing Spider-Man. They kind of got in the swinging and all that shit down and they had a little bit of free world or
0: open world play. But Spider-Man 2 back on the PS2. Maybe that was really good. Yeah. And, and that then, was the other
1: one. I was going to say that was another one. And that one yeah. was pretty good. But the but, Shattered
0: uh, Dimensions, that one was really good. That's the one kind of like so have you seen that enter the spider-verse
1: man I don't know how many times I love that
0: yeah well this is the closest thing you'll get to it, at least until they come out with the Miles game but mm-hmm. uh that was the closest thing you get to it because you had you had spider-man you had ultimate spider-man like the the Peter Parker version before Miles mm-hmm. you had black suit spider-man before he becomes you know completely taken over by a symbiote you had 2099 and you had the spider-man noir and the noir levels were exactly, they were like palette swaps of the the Scarecrow levels from from Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it seems like once those Batman games came out and they, because the Batman games were pretty terrible for a long time too. And yep. Arkham is the one that finally the, the got Arkham it right. The Arkham series
1: that got it yeah, right. Yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. So yeah. once that Arkham series got it right, people looked, yeah, that Spider-Man, all of a sudden the Spider-Man games made a whole lot more sense.
1: And my yeah. god, listen, bro, man I, dude I had so much fun just knocking those hideouts out man the, yeah that just the combat is crazy man but
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh but yeah man um but as far as music I've been playing yeah still the Griselda stuff um strangely know, okay so Kevin uh, Kev Brown came out with a new joint uh, I don't want to say it's super new but his latest joint with uh Kev Brown is a producer I follow out of Maryland I've mentioned him before mm-hmm. Uh, cool, low-budget cool, uh, for anybody listening that it. is not aware. Um, yeah, very, very dope uh, collective. Um, you are going to say what?
0: I was going to say, met Kev Brown, actually, that was t- 2007. At ah, the you did. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 you said that. Lucky motherfucker. So anyway, man. Um, this
0: motherfucker made a beat live live on stage. He was doing like, that all the it time right back there, then, the though. Button.
1: There's videos on, you, there's videos yeah. on YouTube of him doing it, and then he, he would have people
0: rhyme to he it. He made a beat. It, that's exactly what happened because you know at the end of my bad not the science this was the high point that's what it was because you know how at the yeah, end they is. do the open mic shit mm-hmm, so right. this motherfucker so he makes this beat and odyssey and cy young they there they rhyme over it and then any d-mac and anybody else who want to get on the mic they all came and rhymed over that beat <laughs> it was yeah. it was great shit
1: hell yeah because he he had that's how i first found out about kip cuz i saw a video and see and i didn't put it together that was him because it's when i was first looking for like beat making videos and shit when i was first getting into making beats and looking it up mm-hmm. on youtube and shit you know and uh and uh shout out to trauma he's like the first my a mentor from afar uh, and uh i have but at the time you know how youtube is you get them videos on the side and they had one you know kev brown making a beat live and i'm uh look at it and Ken Starr was there at, on this one. Ken Starr. Yeah, and uh he he rhymed on it. But just watching him I think he was he was on the two thousand at the time. Uh man, I was just like this dude is nasty. And and see the thing I like about him is he, he produces and in, in, uh, there's a bunch of producers that do it, but he was the first one I ever saw do it. Where he produces an overdubs. So like where some people would do takes and then oh I didn't do that take right and then we'll do the take over. He'll do, like, very small pieces of it and then go back over and just multiple take on top of tape on top of tape, and do, like, a drum or two at a time or something like that or this, that at a time. And it's real simple, but the way he does it, it gets, like, precise. Right. Like, he's the most precise in his sloppiness that I've ever seen in a producer. (laughs) Outside of Jay Dilla You know what I'm saying Like that's who he reminds me of Like You know how sloppy Dilla shit is As far as his He's not quantized His shit is swinging hard as hell mm-hmm. And Nothing gets there on time But yet gets there on time You know That type of shit Kev's like that But to see that live It was just like Oh shit and, Or see that in a video Him do it It was like That's crazy right. But um, Him and Jay Sinai Came out with a shit With some shit called Drum Machine cassette tape And I was playing that um, I got back into Lil Wayne. Crazy, I, just out of the blue. Um, there was a period. Well, there was a period where I was a big Lil Wayne fan. Um, you know, uh, uh, th- there was a, there was a, for a lot of people, Or younger people, if you're listening, there was a time where Lil Wayne was like fucking just everywhere. I mean, like on everybody's shit the number one, you know, hip hop artist selling popularity wise, uh, everything. And for the general consensus, you know, you know, he could rhyme. You still had his haters and his detractors and all that shit. But there was also this kind of debate where, you know, how he his flow definitely changed. If you listen to the way he was on Bling Bling, Which he came up with, but still, like on that, and then like on Hot Boys, and then on his first album, even on Five Hundred Degrees, and you look at "I Miss My Dogs" the way he was rhyming on that to anything after the Squad Up tapes, and then leading into the Carter and the Carter Two. Yeah. See
0: now, I mean, yeah, the Carter period. Yeah, like where yeah. I kind of jumped. The, the, well, after those is where I kind of lost interest. You know, then we get in the lean Wayne and I, I don't don't care for that. Yeah, much at all. but but yeah, yeah co- what you're talking about? Listen, because I was a fan of Cash Money just for the simple fact that, I mean, we're talking about me in the late '90s. I did not you, like. You, you used to like the Hot Boys. Well, I remember. That. Yeah, because they were. So, there were definitely. Did you have True Story? To the left of... I would eventually get it, yeah. I didn't have it at first. Okay. Uh, right. The first one I got was 400 Degrees, like most people, because, you know, for most people, their introduction to to the whole collective was Juvenile.
1: It was juvie, right. And
0: right. I didn't like that shit. I didn't like, high. I didn't like to back that ass up Came comes out. I'm like, okay, this is, this is kind of... This is this is dope. These companies just burn magic. Want to wait up, man? This thing was always on. Oh yeah, they were killing. But then I was like, man. But I always liked the beats though. Like even like the hot beat though. And I'm like, you know. And then BG came out with the Cash Money as an army and. Man, like, man listen, oh my God! So, and I'm just like these fucking beats are ridiculous, man. Who man, Manny was working? Exactly. Now, once I realized it's Manny Fresh and he's doing all the beats on every album, I said, okay, I gotta go dig into these niggas. Hold on a minute. So, Damn. I got 400 Degrees, I got Hot Boys, and I eventually had pretty much the entire catalog for a time, you know, until I just kind of got tired of them. But listen, we're talking about Lil Wayne. You're talking about before, because really, BG, well. Oh, BG can I say this one? Kind of the, oh, go ahead. Can I, can I say
1: this one thing real quick? The ahead, baseline, yeah. the baseline on Cash Money is an army. He <laughs> getting, he damn near plays that shit like a lead. All right, go ahead, go
0: ahead. Yeah, 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 man. Just Manny Fresh is disgusting, man. For but anyway.
1: But Lil Wayne, you were saying?
0: Oh, I was saying, Lil Wayne. So BG, and I guess to a lesser extent, or maybe it's the other way around. BG was kind of the flagship artist. Juvenile would kind of become that. Lil Wayne and Turk were more like afterthoughts. Because they were so young, you know what I'm saying? They were just there to kind of fill out the roster a little bit. Now, when we get to, but like him or not, if you go back to those early albums, like I said, pretty much up to his first uh, his first two albums, The Block Is Hot and um, Lights Out. He wasn't even cursing back then. Nah, not and think about how he's flowing back I mean you know it
1: was saying it in public like no nah, I don't curse and, and all that yeah. shit yeah, I so
0: that. and I mean is that a big deal well maybe maybe not but you think about the fact that you know so many of them do I mean basically you're taking several words out of the you know out of his arsenal that he would never use you know what I'm saying he was still holding his own with all these guys and then he was just out of here man and just... the block is hot was a fucking head. Oh, Block is hot was a huge hit. The block is hot was a huge hit, and huge hit. What,
1: what was the other one? Fire, uh, lights out, lights out. Yeah. Well, that would come well, out. F- five yeah, was, was later. That was, was Carter. That, that was, was carter, carter too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh the block is hot. What was it uh get off the block get
0: off the so, corner get off get the corner yeah. Off. yeah yeah man. again about man. manny fresh beats man the way man. those drums just knock it. knock it
2: man good
1: smack it look yeah and he wasn't cursing at all and listen everybody talks about will smith but here was a cat that ended up being the most popular MC in the world for a good six to seven years straight
2: mm-hmm.
1: started out not cursing yeah now and he didn't get popular after he started cursing. He was already popping he was before already
0: popping, right. He just, you know, he got older. You know, all the reason he, said, yeah, he <laughs> just got
1: older, yeah, he just said, fuck it. Because, you know, when he started, he was so young. He still had his mama's influence, mm-hmm. you know. And they did right, you know what I'm saying? And he was doing it in a way to where he was doing hard shit without cursing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about it, people weren't tripping off the fact that he wasn't cursing on Blockers High. Uh-uh. Like, you had to go oh yeah wait a minute he like unless
0: cursed. right you really and and, and and you know without him mentioning it you really wouldn't have thought about it because he right was, i mean in fact he had the song on the album it's called fuck the world and it's on his curse but on this verse he had fuck the world so that's the only right. time he said fuck on the whole album you know
1: Hmm. yes yeah, so i was like yeah was just kind of like the whole time um the only only song will did was on uh you saw my blinker, bitch. You know <laughs> yeah, what I, knew
2: I'm we, I knew you were gonna say
1: it.
0: I knew you were dude, gonna say that. You know, what I'm dog, I was listening to that, was... that song like a month ago. This song came up in my little Discover Weekly on Spotify man, one day. I'm like, man, I heard this shit in a while, man. Because,
1: <laughs> man, was, I remember I was in my room at the crib when I first heard him. When I, I was listening to the album, dog, and I'm like, I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was playing Mario or some dumb shit. man and uh Tyson's punch out something. I was on Nintendo, I know that. And I remember, because yeah. I paused the motherfucker because he was like, he was going through how he was taking his girl to Palm Springs for the night or some shit like that. And then all of a sudden, the old lady cut him off or he right. was trying to change lanes and cut him off. And he was like, you saw my blinker, bitch. I was like, <gasps> yo, wh- what? <laughs> I was
2: like, what'd he say?
1: <laughs> hit rewind on the tape. Cause that's what he had to do back in the day. Yep. Wine on the tape. I listened to that. I was like, God damn, will fucking curse. That's crazy as hell. But, um, but yeah, man, <laughs> Wayne didn't curse. That was, that was the, that was the shit. Uh, but yeah, man, I got back into in That, that particular period that I was talking about, bro, just that squad up period. Um, I actually was looking for a particular song with uh, a particular sample on it. Um, I can't sing it because I can't sing and I'm not going to. Um, I had heard it on an interview. It was actually at the beginning of... You remember when they put out the video of his de- deposition when he was going to go to Rikers or coming from Rikers or whatever the fuck it was? I never watched the they, video, but... But, and, and the interview was like, fucking suck. It was terrible and he was... And Wayne was like real condescending and like using real smart ass answers on them and shit mm-hmm. matter of fact his daughter made a uh invitation video of it that got like a shitload of views which was kind of fun okay. but uh <laughs> which was, a, yeah, it was, it was shit. yeah it was hilarious yeah it's hilarious but uh but wayne was just being smart ass wayne you know and right. um but at the very beginning of it there's this one of his beats is playing in the background from from that era, and I remember I used to love that song because I had all those tapes, but I don't remember where they're at right now. What drives the wrong because they're all AP threes. I was getting them off that uh, piff, you know what I mean at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went back to that piff, looking for them, and you know trying to find different things. And so I got a whole bunch of that piff shit like recently. That site's like, that's like still popping crazy enough it is. um and got new and, and you know they're popping like it like nothing's ever happened like they've always been popping they got the new shit on you know the new young cats on there going like you know whatever and they still got all the old shit up there they haven't taken a thing down oh that's like dope. oh that's fucking dope so you know if you like looking for something and you ain't seen something in a minute or like man you know i missed that you can go back to that piff and grab it but I'm
0: that you know and 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 you know who are big proponents of uh that piff is those guys over at Bodega Box Office uh, Ryan and Anthony man shout out to those guys yeah Uh, yeah yeah what up you know I feel like you know if they unless it is by now I feel like their show was like unofficially sponsored by that piff as much as they used to bring it up but yeah there's some great shit up there I need to reinstall that app I don't think I ever put it on my newer newer phones and the dope
1: thing and they still got it is if you they give you uh, as a guest they give you five uh, downloads for free but if you sign up they give you more um, I forgot what it was I used to sign up and then they, you can get like all the exclusive ones for free and then you get like certain five downloads for free a day so you can always come away with a decent amount of shit every single day you know I mean? nice. it, was, it was dope but um, but yeah so I've been playing the Carter 2 a lot great album uh, man I mean one of my favorite songs on there is that Oh No yeah man, I mean, <laughs> 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 like it, like when he uh when he says uh you get too, you get too deep in that water and he can't save on me i come out of that water like i was just bathing and watch my step on the wet pavement yeah it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it when on the beat it was just like god damn this kid is nasty you know, yeah
0: who was doing you know. that because that was after that was after manny know. right wasn't it when uh, it wasn't team mix on that shit
1: yeah probably i, so. I don't know man uh god
0: that, that at that time because i remember being kind of like wary yeah, about it, did know. a lot of
1: those beats on there they, they came through for his ass too well because
0: you know carter one was so nasty and i feel like that was really manny fresh's magnum opus too mm-hmm. so when they had the falling out and he's no longer fucking with cash money anymore i was like oh i mean the next rate albums and i don't think it's gonna be as good and actually i mean and you know in some ways it is some ways it's not but it was still really fucking dope, you know what I'm saying? They still went to yeah. really solid cats to go through. I know T-Mix was, I know we did at least a couple of them beats. I don't remember, I don't know if he did the whole thing or what.
1: Now, is that the same T-Mix that's been around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, from Rappin' Live. You know, yeah. yeah, same T-Mix. Okay, well then that makes sense then. That makes perfect sense why the beat sound like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's always been dope. Uh, you know, at least in my opinion, you know. I always like this shit yeah so
0: uh matter of fact didn't he do a couple shits for twister probably
1: probably i, I and don't you probably drama me, and, and, I don't do. you so. know in psycho drama and all them i think he, he did. did do a You'd couple do better of than, I, than i yeah yeah if i if i remember right <laughs> yeah but no, you know you know T-Mix has got a, a you know a nice you know quiet little catalog you know to be real about it, but um But yeah, so man, but no, but to to do that without Manny, after coming off all that shit with Manny, and to Mm. come out with that, yeah, nah, that's that that, out of that series, man, that was my favorite. And honestly, I kind of stayed with him through the Carter Three because I kind of liked that one. But then after that, that's when I kind of fell off. But um, there wasn't as many songs on
0: Three as Two, but the ones I liked on Three, I liked a lot. You know right there weren't so as cool. many on that one and also that was the point where i was kind of just i was definitely he was definitely oversaturated for me i couldn't deal with him mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. and then yeah, no, you know understand. and then he got into the to the codeine and shit so yeah you know. and that's
1: when you got you know it got weird and shit
0: but there's a lot of things about wayne that is, that are very very interesting
1: you know uh for one his foray into skateboarding uh, like he took that seriously
0: right you know skateboarding and he did a rock album at one point which I and mean, that, that album kinda,
1: actually wasn't bad though like it, it wasn't
0: was it i didn't hear it i just remember not many people people who were fans they were like eh, it's it's all right i mean let's do because it it's wayne but it's just yeah he, he was bad. i mean so it's, i didn't, it's, it's, I didn't it's, fuck it's, with it so
1: it definitely wasn't um what you would expect but i mean i ain't gonna lie that prime queen grew on me Okay. At first I didn't like it, but that Prime Queen grew on me and then um I liked the way he sang the hook and then uh that dropped the world with him and Eminem was on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And that one and that one That was really more see, it, it was a rock album, man, but it still had like some hip-hop in it so it was kind of well, like of
0: course it was i mean there was no way in hell you know, he was gonna do a straight a <laughs> a straight rock exactly album,
1: so, exactly so i mean he just it was just he just rhyming to a lot more guitar riffs and shit kind of like the shit. reggae
0: album I Me, mean, reggae in a very loose sense you know yeah
1: exactly things. exactly you know what i'm saying so yeah but, nah, but
0: um, I wasn't mad at him for doing it though. I'm like, sure, try it. You know, rebirth. Yeah, rebirth, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. Like, yeah, it was, I was but like, cool, it try it. Well, I didn't I never listened to it though. I just, but you know, it um, was cool that he did it though. Yeah.
1: But his recording process is very interesting too. You know what I mean? Because I mean he doesn't write it, but he's real, like he controls the session in a sense, like if he messes up. He knows exactly where to come right back in and he knows how to punch it in, in a way where it doesn't sound like it's being punched in, which is a credit to him and to the engineer. Also, But the way that he works with the engineer, which means he's got to work with the same engineer a lot, Mm -hmm. or at least the same couple or group of them, because the way he does that, they got to know what they're doing to be able to have it come back in so fast for him and and for an engineer i mean this is all simple shit but i'm just laying this out for general years but uh he has it all in his head of course and then will just start spitting and then he'll go he'll go if he messes he messes up oh, right there right there and then They'll the come right back in a bar before it, you know what I'm saying? He'll just jump right back in and boom, 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 boom. Mm. ah, damn, I didn't get that right. And then sometimes he'll say it, he'll get the rhyme right, but he'll be like, no, 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 I want to, you know, because he, he'll be like, no, nah, I want to say it like this. And he'll go back and blah, blah, blah. Then I seen him when he was doing it in a hotel room one time. Like he was, you know, on the road or whatever the fuck, and they was doing, you know, they had a little mini set up in the hotel room, Well, he's doing the whole shit himself. So he's like. You know, it's just, you know, a couple of his homies, you know, sitting on like random little couches in the hotel room or whatever and shit. And he's they got the mic set up and he's got the little mini interface sitting there that he's working and he's stopping and recording and doing all this shit himself. And he's actually like going over and going over and going over and getting the shit right. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, you know, okay, so the talent is the fact that he's doing it without writing it, you know, without writing it down, because there's not a lot of people that do that. You know, there's a very small percentage of people that do that. Um, but when you see the Jay Z's like this, too, but when you see the recording process of how they do it, it's still writing. It's just they're not physically writing with the pen, but they're just mentally writing it. And I guess the talent is just keeping all the words together in your head and visually so you can visually get it in your head as opposed to looking at it on a piece of paper, which ends mm-hmm. up being better because it comes out your brain to your mouth naturally smoother than it does reading off paper because you got to go from paper to brain to mouth as opposed to just brain to mouth so that's the reason for them doing it but when you compare it to someone like eminem who will write and write and write and over and over and over and over and over and rehearse the verse over and over and over and over and get it and then spit it he might only do a couple of takes but he's rehearsed the fuck out of it in the writing part of it and probably in reference tracks when he finally records it it might only be one or two takes but it's the same process except they're at different stages instead of him doing it at the paper stage you know wayne does everything right there on the fucking mic he just doesn't take anything from the paper and i just and i just thought it was dope it's like these are the same motherfuckers you know what i'm saying approach wise you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying rhyme-wise or anything like that, but approach-wise, how they go about recording and, and doing their work and making their music is the exact same. Except uh-huh. M just had, breaks it down in the right... I just thought that was really dope. It was just like, just to actually see that shit, like, you know... It, I don't know. I just thought it was dope. So I just wanted to mention that. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. That's what's that's up, cool, man. Yeah. You know it'd be interesting to see like some sort of doc documentary or docu-series on him once it's all said and done like once he's done
1: that's kind of what Long i was way. watching it was like it was oh, like this is makeshift what you were watching okay. of, it, yeah it's kind of they were they were doing one and i think i don't know why they never finished it but it was supposed to have been one for the carter and then it was supposed to have been one when he went into rikers and that was what i was watching was clips of that shit you know okay, what I'm saying they weren't Got they you. weren't full fleshed out episodes or nothing because like I said I don't think they finished it completely or if they did it's just chopped up all over YouTube and I haven't found it all but that's what I was watching was intermittent clips of uh, of that and what he, he was trying to get songs wrapped up before he went in and you know things of that nature and just
0: okay yeah you know and I I kind of forgotten that you said that that's what you were do that that's what you were watching you're watching this thing that he did before he went to Rikers yeah 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 so So, yeah okay all right well that makes a whole lot more sense then i thought you were just fucking around on youtube kind of got down and went down a rabbit hole no i mean i i
1: I did no i'm saying i did but that was just one of them is what i was saying but i mean i was watching the one where he was you know sitting there at his house and he went through the whole fucking speech about why he was on that lean at the time and why he did it why he stopped and why he did the rock album and why he you know and he like he was at his house and he was recording in and I mean I, I was watching all that shit too I just happened to be referencing that particular video right yeah. now nah. mm-hmm. but what you been listening to man what
0: you been on oh man so well you know Chris Hilda anything they got you know new shit old shit whatever you know Fly Guy's is an awesome God um which I mean they bring this shit out in the summertime and it's like man I'm gonna be bumping this for the rest of the year because you know once it, the temperature drops it's gonna be right back in my shit mm-hmm. so uh, yeah that um Odyssey's got a new one out speaking of Odyssey again called Odd Cure which is um, it's pretty dope it's still man he had an album back in 2015 called The Good Fight which is still my favorite my favorite album he ever did this one is still not quite there man maybe I'm just you know maybe that's just gonna always be the measuring stick to me but uh, but no Odd Cure is dope don't miss that one if you like Odyssey um, oh, okay. but I mean, I'll listen to anything he comes out with, um, the new flatboard zombies called uh, now more than ever. It's like a little six or eight song EP really dope shit. You know, I'm I'm a fan, you know, you've heard me mentioned that plenty of times. Um, and then I put you on of this chick, man, Shay Noor, right. man, listen, and I don't know who this is. So there's a couple of people who just kind of came out of nowhere to me, or at least, Maybe I just kind of overlooked them before, um, but well, I told you I, I. It was two summers ago when Thirty Eight Special came out with the album with a uh, with with a cool G rap, and then now this guy named Rashid Chapel or Chappelle, whatever, and Shay Noir. I and mean, both of these both of these people or affiliated with 38 Special and or I was
1: about to ask you did you hear Juno?
0: (laughs) yeah yeah see that's what I'm talking about so all these people you know it's all like you know several degrees away from 38 Special and or Apollo Brown you know Apollo Brown did Shaynor's album I mean she's fucking dope you know what I mean she is dope she's like a she's like a like a I think the way i describe her to you is like a more gangster version of Jean Grey you know what I'm saying Man, she's like a, a more
1: gangster version of gene Grey with like with Boogie with Boog Brown was trying Boog,
0: to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And even got yes. to the point that she's working with Apollo. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was like, oh man, Boog, if you hadn't stopped, because man, she came, took your spot, passed you up, and Boog, who?
0: Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but I mean, let's just, let's just face it. You know? I hate to, too, because I'm a Book Brown fan. I liked her. You know what I'm saying? Her shit was dope. And Let me just say also, you know, I'm glad to see a lot more. It. I'm glad to see a lot more ladies in the front, you know, up front now. You know, whether I listen to them all or not, like, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of like, you know, your Cardi's, or your Megan the Stallion's or whatever, but they have their audience you know yeah, you gotta you gotta so, have both sides well yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta have both sides that's what i'm saying i'm glad to see it you know what i'm saying because you just went through this through this i've always kind of been and i think you're this way a little bit too ghost because you know we just like whoever we like you know what i'm saying if you dope you're dope we really don't give a fuck you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: who you know who or what you are but i always felt like you know and it still is it still needs to change you know like the you know hip-hop it's just such a 90-10 sausage fest. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, when we were coming up, there was still, there was more variety than that, you know? So, it's like, where they at? So, Man, now they're sick. starting to come back, and I'm liking that.
1: Let me put it to you like this. Me and my partners. And this was back in the late 90s. Not even the 2000s yet, but late 90s, 97, 96, 97, 98. When I had my truck. And I had my, my system in that motherfucker. You know, my shit was banging, And everybody around the city had beats in their shit, if they could. hmm You know. So,
0: at the time, I remember we were going to the palace. The palace. Wow. Mm-hmm. You would do that back.
1: <laughs> right, right. So, it was me, homeboy, Mike Dixon. Shout out to Mike think cj was with us cj what up i think it was one more dude with us i just don't remember who it was so it might have been mike thompson but if it wasn't it doesn't matter mike shout out to youtube anyway but anyway uh we were in my truck and i remember we were on 270 about to get i was about to get over to uh the exit to get off hall's ferry you know you did come up on the palace and whatnot, right and uh We were bumping Lil' Kim shit. Um, the first album. What's, what's the first album called?
0: Shit. Oh, uh, hardcore.
1: Hardcore, yeah. And uh, we were we were listening to uh, that song "Drugs."
0: I knew it. I knew you were gonna say that, man. I've been placed with I've been placed with you where you've gone straight to that song. <laughs> you,
1: yeah, you know me, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did them niggas just like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because there, but look, and listen, because there was a string, there was like in that album, there was a string of like three or four songs that the beats was just, I mean, hard as fuck. I mean, the whole album was banging, but I'm just saying, but I mean, just hard as fuck. It was like drugs, a couple other songs right after that, too. Uh, but man, that drugs, man, uh, man, that's my favorite song on the album, dog. And they was listening to that shit and they were like, damn, this shit is hard. You know, in my truck, you know, and the shit was kind of knocking and was, right. and I remember, but the funny the reason why i'm telling this story is to say all that to say this right when we was getting ready to pull up mike was like yo change the allergy we can't be pulling up to no little Kim. you know, we, can't, we can't have four niggas in the truck pulling up to no little Kim. you know what i'm saying i don't care he's like i don't care how hard this shit is he, you he, he can't be pulling up to no little camp.
2: <laughs> i was dying
1: laughing you know and me, I done did that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck because I was the type of dude where it's like, y'all niggas are going to be fucking... you be like, dang, that shit is banging. Because that's how everybody reacted to my shit. Because I wouldn't play in the exact same shit everybody else was playing. So a lot of the shit that I'm playing, and I'm playing it loud out of my out of my fucking truck, like it's regular shit, they'd be like, who the fuck? You know, what is that? What is that you... I would get a lot of, yo, what was that you was playing? You know, that mm-hmm. type of shit. Like, I was playing that... uh When I was playing the AT aliens, that out of this world, that bass line, my nigga, nigga, (laughs) that shit, that shit will launch a spaceship, dude, man. I'm telling you, man. I was in a, I was in McDonald's line and I was like, it was crowded and I was like five dudes back and I seen the guy stick his head out the window (laughs) and look back to see who who it was. who, Who is that beating? Who is knocking like that? Cause that's that's <laughs> why, you know, I was ignorant back then. You know, I was knocking my shit everywhere. You know what yep. I'm saying? I, I used to get stopped by cops with pieces of stuff and sticking stuff, stuff. Like, I, I was terrible. Man. But um, But, yeah. You know, and like. <laughs> he, said, he was like, What is that? It was like that Outcast. He was like, Man, I have to go get that. I don't remember beating like that. I was like, Yeah?
0: Shit. You know, but. uh Yeah, man. He used to drive my pops, like, up the wall with that shit, man. Because <laughs> him and his brain damage you know what I'm saying brain which is All the rap right? music you know I know I've mentioned that yeah, umpteen million times on this show but yeah I used to always have to turn it yep. down a couple of y'all yeah crew, man. Like, uh, man we were <laughs> we were leaving Granny's one time this, at this point she's in Florissant we were headed down uh, Shackelford or How whichever whatever stretch of it it was, it was the same damn thing yeah. uh, we're headed down the main drag and you're up ahead of us by, I mean, probably you know half a block, but we could hear your shit all the way back there. And my dad's like, "Oh man, look at this fool." Anyway, dad, so he sped up, he sped up and caught up to you up at the, up at the stoplight.
1: I remember that like a Malafia or some he shit. Said,
0: yeah, right over there. He said, "You're gonna get brain damage, boy."
1: Yeah, I. And remember You that were shit. listening
0: to I I I want to say it was SWV. It was that joint with Misty on it.
1: And it kinda oh. has some beats
0: on it anyway. And you're like, Man, this is this is R and B. He said, R and B. ain't nothing but some pseudo rap. You don't get pseudo rap. You don't <laughs> get pseudo brain damage. You just be borderline retarded then. How about that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because look, I was like because like, I was like, dude, you don't hear the girls singing on here? This is not <laughs> rap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because look, oh, you God. know.
0: It was just so funny now, because now my dad is all hit me up, asking me about, you know, right. he's all in the 80s and 90s rap shit now, you know what I'm saying, asking me about shit, yeah. and I'm over here schooling him on stuff, so. That's funny, man. But and, and, I would have never thought.
1: Shout out to Uncle Joe, man. Yeah. Listen, and <laughs> you know it was crazy, man, because I, the reason why I was on the SWV shit at the time is because uh, Joey Gramp. Uh, shout out to Joey Codex, uh, Yellow Brick yeah, Road yeah, Entertainment. Yeah, Joey Codex, what up? Yeah, Yellow Brick Road Entertainment, what up? So, he, you know, back in the day, he had that Escort. Remember
0: that joint? Did you ever see that motherfucker? Yeah. <coughs>
1: Excuse yeah, me. oh so, I
0: had an Escort too. Well, it was nicer than mine, but I had one.
1: <laughs> okay, well, so. Do you remember how he had it though?
0: Mm, I remember the, the 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 rugs and shit he had on the floor. I don't really remember the okay, beats, so though. That, <laughs> you remember okay, what I'm talking so about? You,
1: yeah. Yeah, he had the white shag rugs and he had the leopard skin on the seats and on the right, dashboard. Like man, like what am I sitting, my, like
0: my sitting in uh, man, I don't know where you've been with this truck, man. Well, gonna, look, give me a my plastic dude. bag and sit down. Sit down in here, man. You got this thing looking like a shag wagon. He had Look, he had one
1: 15 in the hatchback then he had two tins in the actual window on the top of the back seat <coughs> excuse me then, okay
0: you know what yeah i think i remember this because he, the, he, he had the because he had that he had the uh the super duper fly album before either of us did right he came up then there popping had, that shit like damn okay exactly exactly <laughs> then
1: he had the then he had the fucking door speakers. Then he had these tweeters in the uh, regular dash. Then he bought extra tweeters and, and he hung them on the, like the, uh, the very top of the door frame inside the car. And he had that weird ass, uh, that long, from one side of the car to the other, rear view mirror and shit. He was the first dude I knew that had a, a stereo face that folded down, that talked to you when you got in the car, I'd be like, Hello, and shit like that. He was the first one to have all that
0: shit. Yeah, and then he but, carried it, in, like he would take the little face out and have it on his Face off, he had, yeah. He was the first one that had all yeah. that shit. Like, nobody okay, had that
1: shit. I was like, back oh, back you now. pulled the yeah. fucking face off,
2: son? Yeah. I was
1: like, yeah.
0: Look, yo,
1: he, he was crazy with that shit like this. So look, he would do dumb shit like, I remember one time, man, he pulled up, man somewhere he was coming to pick me up and it was like me and my partner was somewhere he was coming to get me and uh, I don't know why I wasn't driving that day for some reason but he pulled up and he's boom 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 same thing hearing from a half a block away boom 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 Bang. boom 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 and he pulls up in this little bitty escort tinted out rims niggas is mm-hmm. like that motherfucker's beating like that and like hell yeah yep. and look This motherfucker opens the door and gets out the car. And all you hear is is, this KC.
2: Oh, my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Niggas jaws drop, dog. Like, drop. You hear me? We like, wait a minute. That's what you was playing? Right. Where the fuck do you
0: find beats in there?
1: (laughs) And he was like, yeah. What are you talking about? He was like, that shit was beat like. He was like, oh yeah, R&B beats like a motherfucker. Y'all didn't know that shit? That's some of the beating this shit out. And man, listen, after that, that's when I went and got the Casey and JoJo album. When they first had that album come out, I went and got, uh, i had already had a couple of Mary J. Blige joints, but the one she had out at the time was Share My World. I went and got that. I went and got SWV They had released my, ten- uh, releasing some, yeah, tension. I released some tension. That was yeah. the album. That album was dope, though. That album was actually really good. Uh, I got the Genuine album, the second one. uh,
2: uh,
0: Oh, was uh, was that 100% Genuine? 100%, yeah. Now listen.
1: Wait a minute, don't you hear me, baby? Listen, man. That was banging. Oh, that was banging. All of Aaliyah's
0: shit at the time. Listen, because I was not an R&B guy at all. But see, I learned. In fact, I learned from you. Cause you'd be listening to R. Kelly and shit, and I'd be like, man, I don't like that. I can't stand this shit. You'd be like, man, that's not for me. That's for bitches. <laughs> <People Right>. are, <laughs> I mean, you can't say it like that, but basically I was, that was Cat Williams' quote. But right. but basically that's what you were saying. Like, man, but when I have girls in the car. That. Now that so I learned, like, okay, well, I don't like that, but you know, I, I like this Erica Badu shit. I like this Diablo. Right. Like, okay, oh, oh. now I know. Oh. Ah, okay. Now I learned, oh, like, oh. okay, so yeah, Switch, so, so, mm-hmm. so, when you there. Because, I mean, yeah, you know, like, like, headed to or from somewhere, you know what I'm saying? You got a right. chick with you, you know what I'm saying? Like, pull out and say, Oh, I got this, you know, throw it in there. That, because they want to hear my brass cast or whatever the fuck I had in there. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly.
1: They don't want to hear that shit, right? Yeah. So, exactly. Now, look, and it's funny that you bring up Eric, I do. So, remember when I was just telling you about the story about me and Mike and all them, and we're not pulling up to know Little Kim, right? Right. So, fast forward about a year and a half from 98, from then, when I'm up in the SUV and, and the SWB and all that shit so we had I was in Umso's apartments and uh, working at UPS then and I had the neon by this department. oh yeah, remember
0: the, yeah 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 the
1: little uh, RT joint it was the distinction mm-hmm. and I had the, um, I had beats in that because um, we were still cool with that one cat that was getting us the, uh, the 10 inches
0: those pairs for 80 bucks and the
1: the the, I got the 12s from 96 So I had some 12s And, 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 and I had an Alpine Just nice set up So I'm banging in that thing And uh Mike and I would get off work And go get You know go get some green Go get some beers and shit And uh It was funny cause we was knocking Erica Badu hard at the time And Erica Badu is just Erica Badu I mean, That's just hard but by that time, we didn't give a fuck about putting up nowhere with that shit blasted. Like it wasn't no turning down, no Erica. about you know what I'm saying? You just saw, you just saw too hard niggas to getting out. Boom,
3: doom, boom, boom, boom,
1: <carbohid-> No, wouldn't. yep, don't matter, <laughs> don't matter, banging it. It's nah, just, it's just you funny know, like... how, and it was just funny how. The, no, it wasn't about that we didn't like it. It was just the fact that. The attitude, almost like you would be embarrassed to pull up. Although what I'm listening to some female shit or some little Kim, but then a couple years later, we didn't give a goddamn fuck. We was bumping the shit out. Of it, you know what I mean? It was just hilarious how the attitude had changed in just a couple of years. You know.
0: Oh, uh, I no, exactly. Yeah, what, what I was saying though, I was like, yeah, I mean, look, if you if anybody had a problem with that, then you just didn't like music because that shit. about that, that Mama's Gun. Just forget <sighs> about it, man. Whew. But um, Whew. but that and you know. I didn't care for. I didn't even care for genuine, but those fucking Timberland beats. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. it's tap dancing, Christ, man. You know that one of his that was the one they had like that ain't mm-hmm. none of your friend's business ain't none of your friend's that business shit, that shit friend, yeah I'm
2: out, I'm out, like Do you know shit
0: you know so yeah I had that shit you know
1: boom 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 not right yeah, now where I'm busy <laughs>
2: boom, 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 boom 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 I'll be in the money
1: that shit was banging dog you know it you know it, you know it. hey that's when uh you know who you know who loved that album's Ed that's when she was coming into town all the time I was banging oh, yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember her talking about that shit. Yeah, her, yeah. That and, uh, <laughs> man, shit! All these people, all these blasts from the past, man. Shout out, yeah, man! Shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. But it's kind of funny because I don't remember how we got on this tangent. But you know, we were just talking about, um you know, what you were saying there. You know, I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, pulling up. You know, listening to like Lil Kim, like, well, it's because she might be talking about sucking dicks or something like that. Maybe people get the wrong idea. Right. But, yeah. but, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, like, Very but going back to, you know, Joey Codex, you know, with, the, with, with with that escort, I remember when he pulled up bumping that Missy, and I didn't, because I didn't care for uh, the, the, the single when it first dropped. I mean, I still don't really, still don't really. But he came in, he was blasting that. And then that was also the first time I heard that socket to me with that Delphonic sample. So he's a, so he's got that shit cranking out of those everything you described about it. His setup with the speakers and tweeters and like that. I'm like, okay, I have to buy this too.
2: Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> that shit. And then a fat verse
0: came in and cleaned it up at the end. Like, good god
1: but you know um you know you know what was the song that he played for me cuz i wasn't the biggest super duper fly fan either but the song that made me go get the album was uh what was that uh beat me 911 oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. That shit. Woo. hey man look every every place that i'm actually singing please edit that out and put the songs in <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can, I, you can
1: keep the fact that I said that in there, but actually okay. do the edit. Oh. <laughs>
0: you heard it here first, everybody. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I'm just getting a little bit carried away. You know what, what I'm like saying? But, shout out to
0: Quentin; he's in the building. <laughs> oh,
1: but yeah, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. But straight up, but that beat me nine one one. That beat though, man, that. Is- that was when the first time I heard when he was doing the uh, the kind of the stutter step of the kicks and stuff like that. And it was just like,
2: oh, mm-hmm. like, God
1: damn, that pattern is just nasty. And it was just the way she sang the hook. It, it was like the drums made the melody and the melody made her hook. And then the hook just, it was this perfect marriage. And so it was like, even if you really didn't like a lot of Missy stuff, it was just like you said, those beats were just boom. And then I liked Aaliyah but it was like her first album was cool but when tim got a hold of her
0: did, well yeah it was two different it was almost two different artists man it's like i mean aaliyah was cool before yeah Kelly did the first, but, yeah she so, did know. but i'm saying you know aaliyah with, with, with you know over those over that production and whatever i mean it was cool it was, it was good r&b music but it kind of standard issue with the it Timberland shit. like when she right. came out with the fucking um I think the first Four one was it, what, was it If Your Girl Only Knew, I think, was that the lead single? Because I remember that yeah. beat was banging. I'm like, okay, and I didn't really know Timberland yet by name. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to the first Genuine album, you know what I'm saying? I didn't care for it like that. I didn't but the, he had a remix of uh, the, the Pony remix which I really liked. That was the first time I heard him mention his name and then when he started showing up and other stuff, I'm like what, okay, wait a minute, is this Timberland? A lot of people were biting the shit at the time, too, so I couldn't tell if it was him or not. But, uh, you know, just ripping off that syncopated patterns with the drums and shit like that, but nah, that was him, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's when I started kind of paying attention to Timberland, and when I heard I heard the, the Aaliyah shit, I'm like, okay, this is well, this is better than the. I mean I didn't have a problem with the old shit but this is this is different okay and they realize you know he's executive producing this album is completely different see I feel like she really came into her own under Timberland, versus just you know it could have been a flash in the pan under you know you know before you know what I'm saying exactly exactly
1: and it's like you know um, it was he had that song I don't know if it was uh if you only knew, was the lead single? or Was it "Are You That Somebody"?
0: Now, "Are You That Somebody" was off the Doctor Dolittle soundtrack, so that was like it was that, that oh, actually came out right. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. she had a few right. singles in right. there, but that one right there. Now, see, I hated that song when it first came out; it was so strange. But Timberland, right. a lot of Timberland stuff was like that, though. It was very grating when you first hear it, but then when you start to understand like how it goes, and then once it kind of grows on you, and then you hear what kind of what he did, make the beats, then right. it's like, okay, this is this is pretty dope.
1: Yeah, you would have to listen to, his, to the song all the way through and then go, oh, okay, that's what he did. And then you go back and listen to it again, and you're like, okay, yeah, all right. I guess yeah, because that
0: first time I heard that, I'm like, what in the, f- the entire fuck is this? Like, I didn't, I was not following. <laughs> I was completely lost. Yeah, heard it a few more page, times.
1: Yeah, but that four-page letter, bro. That's song. Ma, 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 that beat was so crazy.
0: Yeah, to that was, point, yo.
1: To the point, it was so dope. To the point where, what's his name used it and sampled it and made all my nugs to that twisted. He, <sighs> he sure
0: did. Him. Oh man, I forgot about that song.
1: Off <laughs> 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 the South West Riders soundtrack.
0: I back forgot about P that. He
1: was doing them, and then they like Master P and them had what? What was it? it was like
0: uh, West Coast bad boys, down south hustlers.
1: Yeah, something and then else. they had, and then so I forgot who it was, but they made it was another group of cats came out with one called the Southwest Riders.
0: Man, God, dog, oh, he murdered. Was that, that uh? He made that was that it. Jay Prince who did the Southwest Riders? Or want to think of something else.
1: Mm, I'm sure he's he yeah he's probably involved. I'm sure he executive produced it, but I, I, it was like. But it was a lot of Texas dudes on there. Ghetto Boys had some songs yeah. on there. And then for some reason, E-40 was on it. E-40 and D-Shot, be legit. They were they had some joints on it. Because they were kind of spreading around pretty good at the time, too. Um, they were on the uh, West Coast Bad Boys with uh, Master P. They were on the other thing you said. What was the other one? Uh, Downside list yeah, Yeah, they were on that yeah, too. Um, West Coast so they were spinning around, yeah.
2: but right.
0: they, yeah, and that's and and that's also one of the sweet spots. You know the 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 bay. That stuff is very. It's interesting because it has. It's a the bay kind of reminds me of like, and that kind of music is kind of reminds me of like the way DC and go go music is. You know, what I'm saying it's very, very specific to the region, but then mm. every well you know to a greater extent with this with, with barrier hip hop versus go-go music but every six to eight years it gets mainstream like there, you you start to see E-40 and, and and cast like that everywhere and then it'll go back to just being regional again but these things will them niggas will sell records though that's the thing that blows my mind with no airplay at all
1: man dude they support the fuck out of this yeah.
0: shit out
1: there they support the hell out of them dudes out there and, uh, you know, and you know, it's funny that you say that because you're right, the comparison between that and like GoGo, because they have like, like, because the, the GoGo, the DC kind of has this grime to it, like this weird, not in a bad way. No, no, nah, nah, I know exactly what you're saying. But it, you know, the music, it has this, you know, it kind of reminds me of certain like British grime, but in the GoGo DC way, but, uh, and Oakland, they've got a particular kind of grit. It's a different feel, but again, unique to them, like, mm-hmm. it's just. The, it, and for me, it's feelings like, you know, when you hear certain, like, for example, when you hear like P-Funk, you know, when you hear those certain scents. Yeah. You know, it, put, it puts you in a certain feeling. It's the same thing with uh, with Bay Area music. Like, if you take, uh, uh, what's the song they had out about? Uh,
0: the Who Had Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Tell me where uh, go. to go, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, some of the sounds that were in there were like specific bass sounds, all still West Coast, but. Shit that I hear in a lot of baby, like the sense is there, but they're they're different notes. You know what I mean? It's like it's a little bit different. Um, the the p funk's more dragged out. Mm-hmm. It's more funked out, smooth out, muted out. Where the the bass shit is more. I mean, it's the same sense, but it's it's a little bit hyper.
0: It's like you it's feel the machine bit. getting warm. Yeah. while you're listening to it in your headphones like you, you know, if, I, if that makes any sense at all exactly. yeah. you know you know,
2: it's a
1: feel and but you're right because dc does the exact same shit you know something will happen every however many years and then
0: yeah it's a little less frequent that, with the dc shit it kind of stays where but it yeah exactly what i mean right it there's a point every once in a while where it kind of becomes mainstream and everybody kind of knows about it and then tomorrow it's gone it's back to how it was you know what I'm saying but it never really goes anywhere it's there you're just not going to hear it on the radio or like, like when you mentioned Tell Me When It Goes because like right around that point you know this is what 2007 maybe
1: Ish, yeah. 8 maybe
0: yeah. I don't know right, right, right in that pocket that's when you were seeing everybody like you know E40 and Kick the Sneak and you know all them cats you would hear you you would hear about all of them san quinn you would hear all of them like right around that time they'd be everywhere and then now i've you know i can't remember the last time i heard some of the lesser known guys you know Hell at yeah. least at least you know if i didn't go looking for them is, i guess is what i mean Ghost Ride the wheel <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: man,
1: yeah, man but you know man uh So another thing, I have to say this real quick, man. Um, I was talking to another part of mine about this, and I wanted to mention this in the podcast. I think I may mention this before, but if I haven't, I'm gonna officially say it now. I think, in my opinion, Westside Gun is to Griselda what Pimp C was UGK. Like he's their Pimp C. Hmm.
0: Okay, because I always made the comparison to him to EZE, but yeah, okay.
1: What I can see what you mean what you mean you're talking about uh west
0: yeah like he's like their easy e oh no, that's the same, same comparison yeah yeah i'm same. saying i'm saying yeah I, I was that's what i'm saying i like that comparison you know with the pimp c you know what I'm saying because like i i you know i didn't think to go there but yeah that makes sense because you know i always said i always went easy i i'm thinking you know nwa you know what i'm saying no it,
1: it, it, it's the exact same comparison yeah. though, but it's it, Dope that you just took easy and I took pimp, mm-hmm. but it's the same. It's probably the same reasons. But uh, let me just tell you mine. So around the time pimp died, or not too far after, rest in peace, Pepsi, uh Bun did an interview and he was talking about how really it was pimp that was doing the majority of the production, if not all of it. He was doing the, a lot of the arranging of the album. He was responsible for a lot of the promotion and the business side and the contracts and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it was just basically coming in there and rhyming and then showing up to the shows and, you know, getting paid and that's it. So he said for him, doing his first album was such a complete turnaround from what he was used to, having to actually really create the songs himself. Come up with the ideas and concepts, you know, picking the beats, maybe even dabbling in production himself. He said all that he didn't realize how much work that really was, how much talent that really was, on top of Pimp uh-huh. handling all the business. You know what I'm mean? saying? And, and and you know, because because Pimp was pretty smart with his money, you know, Pimp was showing him things about money, you know, shit like that. And he was just like it just he said it just really hit him how much like UGK was really Pimp C at that time. You know what I mean? Like, he was kind of like one of those things you knew in the back of your head. But because of the fact he had passed and he was kind of in a reflective mode about it, you know, he was just thinking and trying to go in there and do an album. He was doing his role. um I think he did um, a, a or contribu- you know, tribute song to him. And just going through that whole process, mentally, he was thinking like, you know, damn, you know, just the whole creative process from the album covers to everything. Yeah, And that's exactly what West is. You know what I'm saying? Is as, as far as how he's kind of created this whole Griselda thing. I mean, from the way that they look. Yep. From the artwork, from their style. You know what I mean? Even the way he, he picks his beats, the way he arranges the albums, the way he arranges the songs, as far as how he's using his ad libs, because his ad libs and all that shit not only are street, but they also match the flashiness of his look. Yes. Because they're uniquely outlandish but it fits. And that's exactly how his style is. It's uniquely outlandish but it yes. fits because
0: Yes. It fits. And see that's and that's the same thing, you know, so yeah, with me saying easy E, you know, everything you just said about pimp C I mean that was easy for NWA. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, you know, how did you know? How did you know about N.W.A. through Eazy? The same way you know about Good the Rizzzi Gazella Cats, you know through Westside Gun. You know he was the one who kind of spearheaded it. I mean, you know, I don't know if he started it or what, but he was the first one who was prominent.
1: And not saying it like that, but you and know, uh, on top of that, you know, same B.G.K. You know, yeah, I mean, he had the most memorable lines and some of the most memorable songs. At first, I mean, it's Pimp C,
0: bitch. So what the fuck is up? I mean, how you start
3: murder <laughs> <of the> <laughs> like that?
0: come on yeah and then you know to go to the easy compared well and i guess i guess pimp c too. to be honest you know they both had the more high-pitched voice so it kind of catches you Mm kind of off guard so he's saying the kind of shit he is and it's like it's almost funny and outlandish in a way you know almost comical in a way but he's spitting real shit you know what i'm saying same thing with pimp c same thing with easy you know
1: and the one thing i always respected about pimp too He's like, man, we ain't making you know hip hop records. We making country rap tunes. Like, I, I, just like the fact that he was like, man, like fuck all that back and forth. This hip hop, hip hop, this is bro, no fuck that shit. We making country rap tunes. That's what we do. That's it, yo. Know? I was like, yeah, I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, so West is basically the UGK man. Just because, I mean, like. The way he kind of they all kind of because you know benny was doing some trap shit too you know for a while if you really go back and research his history and you know and it if you you hear him now and go back and listen to that it, it sounds weird but if you think about it in the context of the time period you know when he was doing that it was like okay he didn't actually sound all that bad on it but you know West was still he was like you know when all that shit was going on West was still on these Derringer beats all these Alchemist style beats and all this other shit man that shit was you know Conway was starting to do his thing and you know blah 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 and I was like man you know this shit is starting to sound funky and then here comes Benny you know what I'm saying so yep. now you've got three cats that are just And like I said before, we were talking about it, how we said, you know, without them having to even say it, they brought New York back when everybody else had to announce it and still couldn't
0: even still couldn't it do it and biting other people's Man. shit to do it. it and like you don't bring New York back using other people's shit. <laughs> I
2: mean, come on.
1: Right. I mean that, that's not what brought New York New York in the first place. Nah. Like it's for you know what I mean, so why why would you go that route to try to bring it back? That's not bringing it back, that's taking it somewhere it never was in the first place. Right. But that's the thing about these cats is they just they did exactly what hip-hop is they come with something funky and something original Mm -hmm. let everyone else ride that wave dope right and then that becomes the wave it's like it's like what nori said you know you don't have to uh, ride the wave when you provide the water you know (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: fucking
1: love nori man I can still uh, don't know the platinos. <laughs> <Yeah, dude.
2: laughs>
0: oh man, yeah! Shout out to Nori, man! Shout out to Drink Champs. You
2: know, <coughs> his
1: song but, Big uh, Chain is actually pretty good. What, what me came out with it. I, I I was knocking that Big Chain song he yeah, had. I like that. That was pretty dope. Uh,
0: See, I didn't hear the whole album, but that's one of those that came up. Yeah, it came up in the in the weekly mix one day. So like, okay, new Nori shit. That's what's up. But uh, Him
2: and his- right.
0: yeah. but uh, yeah. But uh, oh, you know, a few more that I was listening to. You know, we got off in a tangent when I was going through that. I stopped off on the uh, flatboard zombie shit. I mean, again, you know, them guys never disappoint me. You know, and they just get better. That that production style just the production style just gets more and more refined as they go along, and they just man, they keep. Hitting them shrooms and going to the studio, I'm like, you know what? If it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. So <laughs> there you go. But um Uh I'm still waiting on a new Joey Badass album, but he came up with a with like a like a single, like three track single, you know what I'm saying? This one with push T on is really dope. Uh oh, okay. forgot the name of the track though, it's called uh Oh, no explanations. Okay. And uh okay. yeah. Doesn't sound like a Swizz beat, but it does. But it is. Um, yeah, yeah, Swizz. You know, and I, we've talked about him in the past too. You know, he is someone I couldn't stand for the longest when he first came out with that one finger on the Casio keyboard shit, and then he finally came out when he with when he got to ghetto Stories with that album. That's when he really started to kind of where musically he gotten better you know with the instruments but then he also started blending in samples and just doing a whole lot more shit and then he's been he's been improving ever since then so yeah but uh god I'm trying to think I mean yeah we mentioned we, we already mentioned the uh it's funny I
1: was playing the ghetto stories earlier this summer because it's a good uh, album man I had just came across the actual CD
2: oh I yeah like, oh, shit.
1: because I, I was looking for uh I found that the Red Bull disc, you know, looking through other CDs or whatever. And I ended up remixing that Red Bull joint.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and, uh, but in the midst of finding that disc, I found some other CDs and Ghetto Stories was one of them. And I was like, dang, I forgot about the song he had with Ron Isley on there. Uh, he had a couple of uh, joints on there. That was pretty good. The song he had was Shine. Mm. Shine. Shine, shine, remember that? Yeah, uh, that was you know, uh, I was like, man, this, this album really wasn't all that bad, but uh,
0: but uh, I mean, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't all that bad either. I was like, oh, okay, nah, it wasn't bad, like, but I just sure. liked that he got he gotten a lot better with the you know, with, with yeah. the beats at that point, you know, mm-hmm, for sure, but for uh, sure. yeah, so then another the one's um, uh, Alfredo and Freddie Gibbs, I'll oh, forget about it, yeah. That. Yeah, that, and I'm still listening to, uh, I mean, this came back out way in the beginning of the year, but I didn't, uh, I don't think I found out about it till maybe March or late March, early April. And I've been still bumping ever since, is that uh, The Professionals, the Mad Lib and Oh No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, shit. Them dudes. And, you know, that's the thing about Oh No, man i like it i like his production style so much and then for him to disappoint me in that damn uh massive field man
0: No, the beat the the rhythm roulette bro because on his album he's got two beats that use video games video game samples and they use the fuck out of them too i mean they really just he really just (laughs) ripped ass you know what i'm saying on them beats so When he goes on this rhythm roulette, he goes and picks up N sixty four games, I'm like, oh shit, this is this is it. He's about to school y'all. Man, that was one of the weakest beats I ever heard, bro. I'm like, come on, man. I was like, shit. I know LP it
1: was better than that. His fucking MP wouldn't even work (laughs) out.
0: I know it's a (laughs) crapshoot with that thing, but I would have thought that, you know, oh no will come out with something, you know on with video games. It didn't sound right though. No, it didn't sound right. I was was like, Now I was mad at that. I do, I do remember that. I remember, in fact, in fact, I think I immediately went to WhatsApp with you. I'm like, "Tell me you've seen this." Oh no, Rhythm Mm. Roulette, and you're like, "Yeah, I saw it. It wasn't that good." Like, okay, so it wasn't just me. That's it, man. And that's another thing. When the fuck did they stop that shit altogether? I don't know because
1: I feel like a few months ago, but.
0: Even then, it had been like months since the last one. I fell behind yeah. on it, definitely. So, I mean, there's a whole lot of episodes I haven't seen. They used to come out with them at least like once oh, a month. Or, they used to or be like, yeah, years. like a couple, like a couple of week for a while. Then it got to be like once a month, and then it like went away now, and then came back.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like whenever someone thinks about it now, it's like, oh yeah, let's do it with them left. That's kind of how it is yeah. now. But it's like, Cause i go back and watch all
0: of them just because i still like them i still do too man it's been a while since i have watched them but i mean oh. people you if you want to you want to because out for a while, pretty- just chill and just watch something interesting at the same time mm-hmm. just just google rhythm or you know go on youtube type in rhythm roulette and just pick any random one and just watch because dude there is there was shit on there there was
1: producers on there that at the time i was like okay I've never heard of these guys, but they got some. You know, the sh- it was a pretty good rhythm roulette. Who now I fucking listen to, yeah. and then I'm going back, and I'm like, oh shit, Derringer had a rhythm roulette. Oh mm-hmm. shit, like rhythm yep. and I was like, oh fuck, that's right. And then it's kind of made me re-enjoy watching them and shit. You
0: know, right.
1: <clears throat> shout out and shout out the knots for fucking doing the whole rhythm roulette with one Daft Punk album.
0: <laughs> like, man, shit. Dude. I can't remember who who it was or what record they used I know they had this RG Bargy shit but I already made a beat that was just fucking ridiculous I, who had that I, I, I couldn't even tell you it was years ago when I saw it and I can't remember what wait what, what record was it the album or the group was called RG Bargy it, it sounds like something British but I don't know I couldn't tell you
1: that wasn't cardiac was it
0: no it wasn't cardiac but but see that's another one when you're talking about you know where you go back and listen to these guys and be like oh shit you know he had a rhythm roulette that's see cardiac I didn't know about him that much I don't, I don't think I knew about him before that so after the fact when I go and hear his shit I'm like okay now I see why he did that you know why he hit that rhythm roulette out of the park this guy's pretty dope yeah and he's the one that did dice pineapples for uh, was that Drake
1: or some shit I think
0: that was okay. true. He, was Dutch. he
2: did and that. And
1: then
0: uh, Lee Bannon, he does a lot of stuff for Pro Era. He, mm-hmm. yeah. He yeah, did a good
1: really, one. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Joey Badass, you was talking about it. His joint on um, Brazil the shit. The 327? Yes. With him and, uh... Ooh! Man. And, uh, and my man Tyler, though, man. Um, he's a weird one, um, for me. Oh, Tyler, because, creator? Yeah, because he he's got a dope ass voice he can rhyme and I've liked every feature I've heard of him on other artist shit that I like but I can't bring myself to go listen to his shit
0: yeah I'm not a big fan I mean he's got it. there's a couple tracks off of the he had an album called Cherry Bomb I want to say like maybe it was it was pretty it's pretty old at this point. I want to say that was maybe twenty fourteen. Yeah, didn't he have a song called I mean, Elmore's uh, song called Monster also or some shit. He may have. I couldn't tell you, but but yeah, yeah, album called Cherry Bomb. It has some 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 stuff on it. But God, he's so stra- I can't. And this is coming from somebody who listens to Cool Keith and Jedi Mind Tricks and shit like that. You know, this guy. I don't know for some reason I, he doesn't I, he just doesn't yeah. click with me. Man, and, uh,
1: yeah. he... He's definitely not cool key but uh the thing about him though it's like okay so when I heard him on game shit it was uh Martians vs. Goblins it was him the game and Lil Wayne mm-hmm. he crushed that shit he crushed it like he sounded like he should be rhyming with these dudes all the time like and then on this shit with this, this Griselda shit he crushed that shit in my opinion like first was banging i was like damn you know every feature i hear tyler on some shit like that like because i don't go looking for tyler i just end up running across him if he jumps on somebody's shit that i'm already listening same to. yeah and but every time i run across him i'll be like damn son is dope but uh i've caught a video on youtube or some shit from his regular shit and i'll be like yeah nah this is like if Donald Glover like still hadn't made it that's what the music would sound like you know what I'm <laughs> saying <right>. like,
0: yeah <laughs> like,
1: his shit's already depressing enough you know like, but that's another dude who I actually thought was pretty dope man um I like this camp album that was pretty dope
0: um, new uh Donald Glover yeah see yeah try to, he, you he, know, try- I like that camp that outside was pretty dope. I've never listened to a full album by the guy, to be honest with you. He's not bad. It's just, for whatever reason, I just never venture over into his into his catalog. I mean, is there something I should check out on there that...
1: I mean, check out the camp shit. That's a little bit older. I haven't gotten into his newer stuff. Like I said, once he started getting depressing, like, after Because
0: uh, uh... it's not bad. I mean, you know, some of these songs, like I said, you know, some... Like, I don't know. To me, all of his that I don't like, out. but I mean that they're. But the albums, I, yeah, I never listened to an album in its entirety. None of his. Now the album, now the album he came
1: out with with the uh, with the German Cat not too long ago when everybody thought it was Macy Gray at first.
0: Um,
2: oh, that um, like yeah, Grey? yeah, Red Bone.
1: yeah. Waybone, Redbone. Yeah, waybone, Yeah, so uh, that album was pretty good, but that was like one of his first really good albums since. He had like a couple of sleepers in between.
0: There. See, you know and I like mean? that song, but that you know, ask me something else off the album, I don't know it because I never listened to it. <laughs> it's just adm- I don't know what it is about him; I just can't do it. But the kid that produced that shit—he's uh hes either from Germany or Switzerland
1: or some shit like that. Sure, uh, I can't think of his name right now. I don't want to mispronounce it, fuck it up. But yeah, it uh, wouldn't surprise me because George Singer or something like mm-hmm. that. But anyway, uh, he. Was doing some shit with uh, Adrian Young Mm. in the. I think he had some shit in the uh, Luke Cage shit too. I mean, they played that song in the Luke Cage song, but I think he had like a couple other joints okay there too uh, that he did with Adrian Young. Uh, uh, Okay. Yeah, he's pretty dope. But yeah, I just, you know, random tangent. But yeah, no, I, I, I like Chalice Gambino, man. I was just throwing that in there because uh, we were talking about Donald. I was saying that you know, right. the dude was down a little bit worse. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's pretty dope, man. Uh, you ever watched that show, Atlanta?
0: Uh, I've seen, I started the first season like months ago. I only got a few episodes in and then got distracted with other shit. But nah, it's a good show. Yeah, I got to go I gotta back to again. it. Yeah,
1: man. Uh, other than that. Oh, oh, another album I forgot. Uh, have you heard the Hard album? The Joel and Yes. And,
0: uh, yeah, with Crooked Eye. Yeah.
2: What you think? Yeah,
0: dope. Yeah. And I'm not even a... Well, I say that, but although, you know, he 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 won me over with the laugh with the Mona Lisa shit. Because I, I like Joel Ortiz, but like Joel Ortiz albums, not so much. But... Mona Lisa? I don't like know, man. One. Apollo? Yeah. Like, ever since then, I think I've been, you know, he's, he's, I think he's, he's, he's found a stride, you know, but yeah, I like that yeah. shit. Yeah, I've been a Crooked Eye fan since the old Sway and Tech tapes, man. I'm, I'm all yeah, about see, them.
1: you know, Joel, it, it, until he, it, you're right, until he did that, because, you know, his albums, I had to force myself through a couple of them, and I've always been a big fan of Ortiz. I thought he was, I think his rhyme, his rhyme style is nasty, but, um. Yeah, he just like the albums would get boring after a while, or he was starting to fall into the Nas category where he was having a hard time picking the right beats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where he's like picking slaughterhouse beats all the time, and it's like I don't know, you know. But the, he did that, and then when he did that kilo shit with Fred the Godson, that shit was yeah.
2: dope.
1: R.I.P. That by the way, that shit was dope. Yeah, yeah, R.I.P he he did he did that i think that's kind of when you call this stride too but okay uh, but yeah and um and, you,
0: know, you know there's crooked, of course always yeah from. yeah crooked eye man they were king crooked i guess he goes by now i still call him crooked eye but uh yeah man i mean ever since those old like i have maybe two or three cds plus the little compilation that they did um they did a full-on compilation of like 98 or 99 Sway, Sway and Tech did and then they had the uh-huh. CDs with all the just, just wake up show all these wake up show freestyles and verses I got like three of those CDs and he's all over every single one of those like this dude is dope
1: remember the one they did with the, uh, my favorite one um, I forgot the name of the song it was it was like I think it was wake up show 7 but it was dust uh, when you dust when you wake up it had Sly Boogie and shit on it and um,
0: Sly Boogie is another one yeah he was on a lot of that shit too
1: He was nasty. What happened to Slide? I don't know, but Jesus, that dude—he laid everybody on there to rest. Even Crooked, he even got Crooked on that one. In my opinion, that dude went the fuck off. Like, but uh, that song, but yeah, but that was another song that I noticed Crooked on because I was like, damn, he—I like the way he, you know, his voice and how he flows and shit. And I was just like, damn, are all these West Coast dudes? Because I was like, I was tripping on slot boogies and crooked at his verse and somebody else. I'm like, because I knew Swayne and Tekken and were from out west, but you know, they also had Rascal and some cannabis on the joint, you know what I mean? So I was, I didn't know if everybody on that particular song was West Coast.
2: Whew.
0: man, you're right. He was all over that shit. Yeah, and then he had another album earlier this year called, um, called Sixteen Chapel. Uh, King Crooked Yeah go back and check that out It's pretty dope if you like, uh really if you like Crooked out Yeah But uh God I want to say There was one more I wanted to get get to Before we get out of here And I can't think of uh, Can't think of it right now You know but again You know uh It's been a long time Since I mean You know eight months before, Without an episode So I mean i listened to A lot of shit since then So But there was one I had in mind To do on the podcast I didn't write it down uh, Before it's gone well, Buckwild had one. Buckwild was good. Um, oh. At Fully Loaded. Yeah, Yeah, that was nice. Um, oh. Um, oh, Lord of Finesse. There we go. Yeah, I knew it was DITC. He had the um, that Motown State of Mind. Mm-hmm. Can you check that out?
1: No, I haven't, but I heard about it. I need to go check it All out.
0: All it really is, I mean, so it's it's kind of similar to what Madlib. Well, similar in concept to where you know Madlib back with the uh, Shades of Blue, or oh no with the Galt McDermott samples. You know what I'm saying? Like where they just got pretty much carte to just use anything. He did right. the same thing with with uh, Motown, except he didn't exactly make beats out of these and make new hip hop tracks on them. He took like all these Motown tracks, like you know, like 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 Jackson Five, um, DeBarge, or whatever. And then he would he just he just punches them up really well he basically just new fresh coat of paint on them you know they you know fat fatten so. the drums up bass lines and like that he just basically it just it's just it was good summer music for me man this came out like like right at the end of june
1: so it was still like the it's actual, still the song
0: still the same song yeah. he just then he just punched it up you know what i'm saying just made it just gave it a new yeah, yeah
1: actual remix yes
0: yeah. yeah and it was it's it's it's, it's good that's, that's that's good shit it's a good listen man you're driving somewhere cleaning up or something I kinda like that right. that was some chill shit I like that one okay alright bet I'm gonna
1: check that yeah. out too um uh, there was another thing I wanted to say real quick uh the funny thing it was when you were saying that by the time uh, you felt like Joel got his stride because of uh With that album with Apollo, I kind of feel like he's done that in a lot of ways for a few artists. Like, depending on where they are in their career, they have a high moment with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Hassan Mackey is one. Um, Now, he got kind of lucky because he put out an album with Kev Brown and with Apollo Brown right around the same time. And both of them were dope. Yeah. But. I would have never heard of Book Brown if it wasn't for Apollo Brown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as much as I love OC,
0: I felt like he sound his best on trophies. Yep, and we talked about that before too. So, you know, because then I because then immediately immediately after that, I always tell you, Raz Kaz, I think the best album he ever had was that Blasphemy. We, we guess
1: who? Yeah, guess who did exactly? That? Oh, you <laughs> And then now and then check this shade noir you know what yep. i'm saying i mean he so said what do we say she's like what book brown should have been but better and even and i'm not like and i'm not saying it because it's just she kind of it's like if book brown was a b shade noir is the a plus yes her, you know what i'm saying and they're different artists but I'm just saying they still have a similar style they both can fucking rhyme and they both fit very well on Apollo, on Brown Apollo Beats. Beats, yep. that's why I'm making the comparison I'm not saying they're the same artists or nothing like that because they, they, they sound different but um, but there's a few female artists out there that are in that range um, Sonya Blade used to be in that range um, I think that <sighs> artist Indeed used to be in there I think her name is Indeed the one that had that freestyle yeah free indeed,
0: from all day yes yeah.
1: thank you when a girl rolled up on her rolling the blunt won mm-hmm. the battle it
0: was dope
1: <laughs> yo so they all in that same vein so that's just kind of what I mean by that but um, <clears throat> but everybody that that does some shit with Apollo just it's just
0: banging it's just he's kind of like yeah um, he's like a locksmith shit yeah the locksmith no question you know yeah, that, was that shit one. was bad heard of, i mean
1: i think i've heard a locksmith but i wouldn't have listened to the dude if it wasn't for you know same. that shit and there's no disrespect to locksmith it's just that he hadn't hit the radar like that but because he fucked with apollo and he was on my radar now locksmith i fuck with him you know what i'm saying because i know who he is now you know right. what i ain't mean? the album was and then the shit that uh, O.C. has done afterward, it doesn't sound like the way it sound on trophies. you know what I'm saying? It's just, just like... You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I put Planet Asia on the list, although I would say he already... Pain Language. He had an album in like 2008, which is the one that kind of brought him... To, I, I think that's where he turned a corner again, because... I like Planet Asia a long time ago, but then he just kind of got stale in a lot of ways, you know, in my opinion. But, Pain Language back in 2008, that was the one. He did that with uh, DJ Muggs. That was dope as fuck, and he's never looked back since. But he's done a couple. He's done a few a few uh, projects with Apollo.
1: Who? Planet Asia? Yeah. yeah he's done... Uh, he did the Anchovies. Mm-hmm. That shit was dope. Um,
0: what else did he do? He did uh... How was it called? It was a few years before that, though. It was uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, abrasions. I think it's what it was called. Ah, oh, you're right, abrasions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he yeah. still has but Apollo, you know, on some of his other, oh, some of stuff. other stuff. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, but
1: you know, I got into. uh I kind of went on a planet Asia run for a minute, like, um like so. Abrasions was one. Uh, the Bob uh Egyptian Merchandise Lord Portraits The Golden Buddha um, Mansa Musa. Musa Yeah uh, You know Initials on my jewelry You know All gold everything Medallions I, I just went through A bunch of shit With him for a while Cause I was like Man I just I love the beats He was picking I love the I've always loved The way he rhymed Anyway uh, So Yeah I just I just Thought he was dope Cause I, I, I kinda liked him Back when he was With Kelly Agents yeah, Even me back too. Then, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I had an album of theirs back then. You know that was pretty dope. So it was like, yeah, man. I so I yeah, I've always been a Planet Asian
0: fan. I remember what it was. I was gonna say Demo Gang. That is J uh, J57 Seven, Elgant, and uh, Raz huh.
1: They is that like their version of Exhibit? Be real and whatever his name is. Uh, who's the other guy? Uh, uh wait, Exhibit and Be Real. And yeah, Exhibit Be Real and the Do from the was it Defari? Is it oh it? fuck! Exhibit and uh, they came out with that song. Show you how to uh, show you how to kill a
0: well, man. so show
2: maybe, you how to get away.
0: Although, but see, Exhibit Defari, Dilated Alcoholics—they're all Liquid Crew, so. That's all one thing. But I don't. Ah, oh, man. I guess you can kind of put it in that category, but I mean, it's um. Was it Because they came out with a three man group
2: here. Feel the like, agony. Recently. That was another one. Oh
1: my dude, man! Feel the agony. Yeah. I I found out about him when I was in Detroit. I still remember being on Greenfield and Eight Mile at this fucking. Bank parking lot, pulled off to the side, rolling blunts, listening to Phil Agg. Like, I was listening to the, the, uh, the Aromatic album. Remember that shit? Yep. But uh, they had Clear the Lane
0: on it. Mm-hmm. But, that was my shit. Yeah, Clear the Lane was that, that. That was with with that uh, with that Godfather sample on it. Who? Him and um. Wait a minute. Was that? Was, there was there a was, Field uh, Phil Agony, who was it? Him and Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i try
2: trying
0: to remember which one was it. Like, wait, was it Dafarai or was it somebody else? Okay, yeah yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, The rhythm of the night yeah, was like the Barge. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that yeah. song, yeah.
0: But, uh... Yeah, yeah, that was my But J-Mo, so, they kind of came out of nowhere to me because I want to say I heard something maybe about a year or so ago but I didn't know they were a group. I thought they was just Razcaz and two other cats on the song, man. But um Yeah, nah, they, they they have a they have an EP out. this came out uh yeah maybe two years ago. Just called JMO Gang. And they got a new one called Walking with Lions, or New World One, I should say. That's dope. But Oh yeah. Blue
1: came out with another one too. Blue and Exile.
0: They they did, and I haven't heard that one yet. I have not heard that one yet, but have you checked it out?
1: A little bit. It's not bad. Blue, Blue's one of them dudes where, for me, I have to listen to his thing in entirety, because we have certain songs I don't like, and then certain songs I love. Right. And, they're not, so when it's like that, I like to judge it on the entirety, and I haven't heard the entirety, but some of the songs that I've heard, it's typical Blue, in exile, but it's still good. Got you. So, you know, um, but that album of uh, blues I was big into blue for a minute Um, I had sampled him uh, in Exile back in the day when they had that fucking Below the Heavens album but uh, their album the the new one they came out with is called Miles so if anybody wants to check that
0: out okay uh, I have heard I didn't hear the album but I have heard the one song and it was called Miles Davis
1: yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so uh but his um the album that I was getting to him on was the uh Good to Be Home. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I got into him on that and then the shit he did with Notts. Um what was that shit called? Uh, something about gods and heavens or something like that. He did an album. With him. Oh the Lord. I can't
2: think of it the top of my
1: head. God's a spirit, that's what okay. it is. I, he did an album that was actually really good too. Um, so that's when Knott's was on his run when he was picking MCs and doing uh, albums with him. He did one with Mickey Fax right? Yeah, there were Rod Digger and, and Rod Digger and, and rapper Big Pooh. He did one with Blue, and you know the Blue one was dope. You know, so I mean, they all were dope, but yeah, just, I'm just saying. Blue,
0: yeah, I like Blue. I gotta check that out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, yeah, I have heard the. The Miles Davis song, but I haven't checked the album out yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. All right, well, all right. Cool. Well, you know, uh, like you know, you and I both kind of went into this episode doing, and you know, just kind of letting the listeners in on that. You know, we just wanted to come back and, you know, shoot the shit, just kind of, kind of reconvene and kind of collect ourselves and just talk about, just talk about some hip hop, talk about some other shit, talk about what we've been listening to and try to get things back up and running, you know, like we had, I guess I should say we have, you know, a new way of, we're kind of approaching this and kind of doing this, but you know, you're going to see some different things on the show, you know, um, that we kind of had in the pipeline already, but just the way we got waylaid with COVID shit. I mean, I think me and you basically, because of COVID, we actually working more because of our respective jobs, you know, they kind of exploded and, you know, just the kind of work we're in, they, they, you know so that's why we didn't yeah. have time to do the show. So <laughs> now that things are kind of starting to slow down a bit, now here we are again, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, then I also, you know, I ended up having uh, a couple of projects. Yes, uh, yes,
0: oh, was- yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that before we get out of here.
1: Yeah, so uh, there's a, a guy in LA, he goes by the name of lawyer because <laughs> he actually is a lawyer, but he put out a little COVID project. Uh, called Lockdown And I did um, Four of the six songs on that uh, Lockdown at the Crib I think it's called by Lewis Yeah, and Lockdown at the Crib artists. Yep, and then um, There's another I'm doing now uh, We're in the process of I don't want to give too much away yet Because I don't know if that we are doing anything for the artist or not But, uh, but this is going to be a full uh, Seven to ten track project right That I'll be doing to do with doing solely so I've been doing a lot of stuff a lot of sample gathering making beats and getting stuff ready for that on top of work so yeah it's just been crazy
0: bro. yeah see, me me and Jay Mills we be hearing this shit behind the scenes you know often, you know, off the mic hearing the shit you got man I mean you've always had dope shit but I mean especially like with I want to say like the last year and a half two years maybe even three years I mean you really been putting out some, some just, just some bangers you know so it's really good to see yeah, you I mean, you know uh you know providing the lyric the music for the lyrics out here now you know
1: yeah no i appreciate it yes yeah, so finally somebody's gonna start to see the light of day you know um so that and that's fun and so that's, that's been fun yeah because that's been the because some of that aspect my bad god no so that's just been the fun aspect of the opposite of having to work so much goddamn during this thing mm-hmm. yeah
0: I was going to say, some of that shit, you know, we listeners, you've heard some of that stuff in the background of some of these episodes, you know, uh, but you have to listen to the projects and know which ones we're talking about. Ha, <laughs> And um, along with some different shit, we're going to be doing the show, still going to
1: be doing a lot of the same shit, still going to be coming with the album review show, still going to be doing the, you know, rewind episodes, Yep. Um, you know, still going to be coming with, you know, maybe different spotlights or artists, uh-huh. still going to charge it. The show we're not gonna try we are yep um so uh, a lot of the same shit but more new shits coming too so yep
0: a lot of the same shit a little more streamlined a little more a little more refined you know i think we finally figured it out after all this time but you know what it's been a it's always been it's always been a learning by doing and kind of a work in progress kind of thing and i think i've you know while the the the, the sabbatical the hiatus kind of forced hiatus, I should say, was kind of unfortunate. It also helped me to kind of refocus and kind of figure out some new things, you know what I'm saying? So, um, as far as the direction of the show, I mean, you and I and Jay and J- and J- Mills, we're talking about stuff outside of it, you know, talking about how we want to take it, and then just also just honing our own respective crafts, you know, while we weren't doing the show. Because I've been in the lab just, you know, really just... I want to say, I mean, I won't say I've taken everything I've known and, and thrown it away, but I pretty much started over from scratch. Like, I basically started over like I'm a complete idiot and learned everything new. Like, it's my first time ever seeing it. You know oh, what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I saw the uh, the little picture of you. You got your little setup on the site. You know what I mean? On Instagram, oh,
0: yeah. you know. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah Yeah, maybe one day i'll do a little uh
0: do a a live or a little video or something like that just kind of walking everybody through it but yeah just just a little snippet
1: yeah and speaking of which another uh another um local artist i wanted to throw a shout out for a shout out to a a dj i know local dj here in the uh Midwest St. Louis area, uh, DJ Boo Dirty 314. That's his uh, tag on Instagram Uh, DJ underscore boo boo dirty 314. No spaces. Um, You can hit him up, DJ Boo Dirty at Gmail. He's uh, accepting bookings. You know, uh, he's a pretty good DJ, Uh, knows how to play good dance music, not just all street music he mixes it up pretty good man i'm really uh i'm really liking his style i'm pretty critical on how dj's mix and how dj's blend, and uh i am too uh, he's still you know no but he's he's definitely been uh been putting together some good mixes man He, you know he puts in the work you know what i mean so definitely he's uh he's throwing a couple little parties locally for his uh for his family and friends here just getting his name out there so i just wanted to throw his name out there. Also, anybody that's locally listening, or if you want to check him out on Instagram,
0: you know he's out
1: there. So, how him too.
0: Right. So. All right. Well, you know, as always, you can find us at FM.com on Instagram at fm. individually. I am at illrockski, Ghost is at GhostKOTF. Jay Mills is at J Miller Dean. Uh, did I leave anything out? It's been a while since I've done this, man. I don't have <laughs> it's not just like sitting there in the forefront of my brain anymore. <laughs> so I forgot anything yeah. else there. But you know where to find us.
1: Yeah, I'm not really on Twitter. I haven't decided if I'm ever going back or not. I'm
0: on it, but I ain't really there. So I mean yeah, I'm ill rock ski everywhere, so you know. That's what's up. That's what's up. Alright. Well, until next time, world. folks. Mm-hmm. See ya! Peace.
3: Yo, we hard not graduates, hard rock advocates, niggas making something from nothing. We had to master it. It's no diplomas, just the corners we presided over. And the fiends medicated in and out of comas. Daily rituals still haunted by another body drop before the blood had dry. Ain't no religion, God saving our souls. Too many niggas dead and buried for they 20 years old. When a good die, the hood cry, Hennessy tears, lit candles. Another mother mourning a kid. Like clockwork time, never wait for no man. Time is that an essence in the palm of our hand? Time is what they're giving for that gram in your palm. Now I find calm in the eye of the storm for real. Click full of bosses, not a single bitch with me boosting. Huh. And every single nigga with me shooting. Summer day top down bumping Winnie Houston from lack of knowledge but i wish we knew it light a blunt take a drive when you hear this verse And had my father in my life because he was near a curb so mama trying to figure out what she gonna wear to work and granny too busy stressing what she gonna wear to church when it's war we learn to shoot with the snipes became a menace because the elders ain't influenced me right i use rap as my escape they never knew she was nice i'm jill scott niggas amazed at what i do to these mics tattoos over flesh wounds switched to cruel because i had some bitches reaching trying to use me. Yeah. Special gave me the claws and I turned it to a chest. Yeah. Move. And now we moving in sync. Move birds through written words. This Peruvian ink, rock links without a charm. All the modern day slaves. Secrets of my dead, can I take to the grave? Every lesson like a stripe earned, one on my sleeves a lot. The only time that I'm down on my knees, knees. mouths to feed, so it's laws to break. For every reward is a risk to take. To be a poet, I endure trauma before your honor. Still, for my reckless attempts, I'm now calmer. And they say youth wasted on the young. Sometimes the wisest words never leave. Leave the song for real. every now and then